July 1933. Those of you who have been invited to the Amherst Hotel for your final interview with uh, Captain James Starkweather and Professor Moore for their return to the Antarctic uh, expedition have been picked up from the Grand Central Station and are being driven across town in a variety of hired taxis. Uh, you are Carl Larson. You have been invited to take up the position of chief survival expert and polar uh, survival master guru to teach those scientists you'll be taking to the Antarctic how not to die. Ah, the f <laughs> you hope, at least. <laughs> the first floor in this already definite mission. Randall J. McCready, you have been invited personally by Professor Moore for your expertise in piloting and aircraft maintenance in Arctic conditions. Tallyo! And Dr. Alan Barnard, you have been invited by your boss, Professor Moore, who wants another paleontologist on the mission. Well, he says invited. <laughs> Forced. Press ganged. <laughs> Volunteered, come on. <clears throat> Volunteered in the strongest possible terms of it's in your contract. <laughs> That's <maybe>. generally <laughs> the way volunteering works. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tennant Wright, however, you have heard of the e upcoming expedition to the Antarctic and have decided, for reasons of your own, that you really want to go along. It'll be fun. You've worked out where these interviews are happening. The only problem now is to somehow get inside the suite at the top of the hotel where Mr. Uh, Mr. Moore and Captain Starkweather are holding these interviews. You do, of course, have your trusted manservant, Mandalay, by your side, so it's no doubt not going to be a problem for you. <laughs> that, that's not how he talks. <laughs> Mandalay, you did remember to uh, book yes, the appointment. Yes, it is. You've established a precedent. <laughs> so, sorry, I missed that. Mandalay, you did remember to book the appointment, didn't you? Uh, yes, of course, sir. Excellent. He will no doubt be I expecting hate that us. Voice. It's your role play voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how I sound. We'll all go sound much worse <laughs> when we hear this back I, I, I was just saying something. I don't know, don't know what your problem is. <laughs> <laughs> That's just my voice. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Bernard. listening audio. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first one to turn up at the hotel, and you are escorted inside by one of the footmen, who informs uh, informs you that Mr. Moore and Captain Starkweather are waiting for you upstairs in the suite and they bundle you into the elevator past a crowd of interested looking reporters and you are swiftly taken up to a very plush looking corridor, there are very expensive wood panelling, there are gas lamps and there are a large pair of doors in front of you and you recognise the tall thin uh, figure of Professor Moore waiting for you in the corridor. Ah, uh, Alan, glad you could come. Sorry about this, uh, dragging you all the way over here to New York for this, but Captain Starkweather refuses to sign anyone onto the expedition and he's met them personally. No, fair enough. James is a <coughs> good man, a little passionate, maybe? So try Slightly not... rapey. No. <laughs> 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 try not to let him get on top of you. Three minutes. <laughs> <not. laughs> Oh, three minutes until yes, the order break joke. He started it. <laughs> three minutes, 40 seconds. I just wanted to set precedent really? for, for, 
you know, just because the well, yeah. the just the microphone is here, we we don't have to be. Yeah, they're like this all the time. We should just wait until Kieran breaks yeah. up the racism, which I apologise for. So you've <laughs> racism, eh? What's that Kieran's face? <laughs> It's like, <laughs> it's like what most people would have like if they were doing your, I don't know, show business or something. <laughs> but for you it's racism. <laughs> oh, God. It's almost as good oh. as the time like Alan, hit you are escorted into the room by Professor Mort, who retires to a chair in the corner. <laughs> as a very Did large, you have both tried to black-haired gentleman I didn't with a, one of those no, he famous yeah. British moustaches. Uh, walks over to greet you. Uh, he shakes your hand. It's quite a firm grip. Good day. You must be Dr. Bernard. Yes. William here's nice been to meet you. going on about you. Well, as I'm sure you are aware, I'm Captain Starkweather. I'll be leading us to the Antarctic. Jolly nice to know. We'll have uh, more of you science bus along. After all, that's what you're all <coughs> for. Uh-huh. I'm there to yes, get sir. you there safely. You're there to do the science, do the drilling, yes. poke at the things. Do you think we'll find anything? I know what this stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I, I don't think we can quite expect... Uh, of course we'll the, find something. No, we are no, going no, to no, no, find no, no. Professor Lake's camp. I don't think we'll quite find what, what the, uh, the last expedition found. I think they all went a bit bonkers in the end, but uh, well, that's I'm sure we'll day. find some interesting... The accidents, however, will not happen on this trip. We are taking every precaution possible. And we have survivors gear, and I've hired one... Well, I'm hoping to hire one of the best survivalists in Antarctic and Arctic conditions going. So. But if he's not available, we've got this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but if he turns it down, we do indeed have Mr. Larson. Any questions you have? I mean, the professor here has spoken for you. I'm sure you're a man of good character. Your references are impeccable and you work for that charming little place down in Arkham. Yes, wonderful. wonderful yes, what's an Antarctica? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible shame about Professor Lake, but, uh, you know. Well, got me my job. <laughs> it's my salary now. <laughs> <laughs> really? Now, as to establish your character here. A little point, bit mercenary. <laughs> at this point, the captain does look over at Professor Moore with a raised eyebrow, and the professor's just nodding his head. <laughs> <clears throat> Terrible shame. Thanks really? for the big <laughs> Head out of track and all that. Very good. Yes. Well, <coughs> I will be very happy to have you on board with Professor Moore's uh, recommendation. Uh, we will be providing training, of course, on the trip south. Well, we're leaving in September, so you have a couple of months to put your affairs in order, and then I'll expect you all to be back here on the fifth of September. I think uh, was that the date? Yes. No. Sorry, we changed that. Let me check with the professor. He's in charge of the dates and the important things like booking boats and things like that. I'm just in charge of getting us there and looking after us. The professor does indeed... Uh, what is the current date? It's July. Right? July. The professor does indeed inform me that you'll be expected back here in New York on the 5th of September and that we are scheduled to depart on the 14th on board the, the vessel they have procured. 
He doesn't want to give the name away just yet because um, he doesn't want it winding up in the press and being hounded by reporters whilst it's being refit for our expedition. Excellent. Well, my sabbatical's all booked, so... It's I'm the one with the icebreaker prowl. Maybe that's a really game without a reporter It's the one along. with HMS you Titanic. Really <laughs> hope they, um... no, it's the refurbished warship with a... <laughs> I could live with that. The Professor Shakespeare will <laughs> your house, your hand even. <laughs> I do have a I can't even rock in the house. That's a high class burglar. Just give me a give me a whole house of shakedown. <laughs> Collect everything that comes out the bottom. And you're escorted oh. back out into the corridor. The Professor uh did you buy this? Any other questions for me, Alan? I know that Professor's a bit of a captain. He's a bit of a character, but uh, he's a fine man and he's highly skilled in these things. And uh, he is making this possible with his funding. I travelled for four we... days by train for this. <laughs> <laughs> we've covered it all already. I think I'm very. You know, you're. <laughs> I'm sure you probably have affairs you want to start putting in order. Yes, need to tell the wife. <laughs> <coughs> you oh, haven't told her already. Um. <laughs> Anyway, I'll <laughs> see you in September. <laughs> yep, you are escorted back out of the hotel. <laughs> to go whisper it. Arkham is only a few hours away by train, so it's easy enough to get here and back. Driving. Driving? You have your own no, car? I have, I have a driver. <coughs> driver? Yes. But he's just riding his back. I, I rolled an Mandalay. nine, I think, on the uh, wealth table. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, you <laughs> are the... Independently wealthy. You are the richest Miskatonic professor. Oh, of all time. yeah, money. I had a... <laughs> Your old that is a hell of a lot of money for 1933. Oh, good. Hey, pittance. Well, compared to yours, Mr. English aristocrat. I think I'm sorry, I'm broke one here. I should live counties. Well, you're looking for is countries. Not quite. Next to arrive is you, Mr. Larson. Suppose I get here by Get here by a uh, cab, a very cheap cab. I'm hitchhiked. <laughs> you walk from Grand Central Station <laughs> to Amherst. It's only on 44th Avenue. It's only uh, about a mile from oh, Grand Central Station. It's nothing once you've done Stockholm to New York, so. <laughs> Describe yourself to Goop. Swimming. <laughs> I, I may have forgotten to make. Do you actually have that? <clears throat> Naked and covered in goose fat. <laughs> Only... That's just my weekends. <laughs> only that's, that's only you get to the Antarctic. <laughs> um, he's quite a tall man. Quite broad Um Dark hair that's combed over. Um, oh, what kind of man are you? Black hair. <laughs> a broke one. <laughs> one that doesn't need to leave. They don't. They don't pay for blonding cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Hans! <laughs> oh, don't know what accent that was. <laughs> Oh, we're in Switzerland now, apparently. I see. Sweden! <laughs> Continue. Um, dressed in, well, quite fine clothes, ones which I've probably seen a bit too much wear. <laughs> well made, not fancy. Um, yeah, probably that. <laughs> Appearance of nine. Now you have to do the voice of the Swedish chef from the uh, Muppets. <laughs> Clearly, that is how all Swedish people speak. I've been to Sweden, I can assure you it isn't. 11 minutes in, we've insulted all of the Swedes. 
My apologies to Sweden. The ones who weren't already offended <laughs> by the racism and rapism. <laughs> I'm going to have to hit Kieran now. I, I, just I hear it's an epidemic. You are, uh, as uh, Dr. Bennett, Barnard, sorry. I keep on calling you Dr. Bennett. Is one of your characters Dr. Bennett in another game? Doctor Could you remember? Yeah, Bennett. just for simplicity. Yeah, I remember Bennett from somewhere. Oh, was that Plenty? Yeah, before I blew him up. Yeah. Before the Olympic murdered him. Sorry, not me. What? Yes, before we ended up with half an engine shaft driven through his body. Hop. There was a character in another Call of Cthulhu game, the Olympic murdered him. Oh, okay. I should just be one of stuff where there's affect, uh, affectations. <laughs> just sort of <laughs> address everyone with an incorrect name. Uh, again, you wind up on the fifth floor of the Amherst, and uh, you are escorted into the room. Be clutching my letter of recommendation, knowing this is my last shot. There Fuck. is a really poor. I should probably show you what these gentlemen look like. I have pictures. We have. Uh... Holy shit! He looks like a demagogue. This is a really Moore scary nature. With the goatee. And, and Captain like Simon Pegg with So what's the relationship between those two exactly? Um, you haven't asked. Okay. I've always in our background. Well, notes. maybe if you'd read the background notes. Do I know? What's my partner's job? Do I know? Can I, read, <laughs> can I roll my butler, Mancy? <laughs> when I get to you, you can. Okay. I'm busy with Mr. Larson. <clears throat> yes, I had to come up with this skill which <laughs> can do everything. You couldn't come up with... Better anything better than Butler Mancy. <laughs> Peter named it, not me. It's a great school name. It's a good skill name. Um, the captain walks over and shakes your hand. Shake it quite firmly. Then, oh, it's a pleasure to meet you. Of course it is. Of Star course it is. Leading, more is doing the so, Mr. Larson, tell me, Who's what do you know problem? about Total Survival? Uh, I read your references. Looks good on paper. Know, but I want to hear it from the man himself. Sure. <laughs> Why should I put you in charge of keeping us alive in the Antarctic? They haven't died yet. Because <laughs> I'm still rhyme. <laughs> And it must be an iambic pentameter. Could you deliver it as a white rap? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say that loud. <laughs> if I could even ah, make a vague... GM. If well, I could even make a vague stab at it, I probably oh, would. Chow your character's on fire, Kieran slapped me around the head. I, I like, I like this dynamic. <laughs> but not immune to fire. Your characters always die by fire. Well, sir, as you know, by uh, my references for about the past 14 years or so, I've been leading um, expeditions up into the Arctic Circle in my homeland. Good, um, good. was recently with a, another group of scientists looking at the uh, Aurora Borealis. The professor pipes up. Uh, was that uh, Professor Solengard? Uh, yes, sir. Don't nod at him. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, it is now. <laughs> ah, no hitting me. Chow's not sitting in. You, Chow needs to swap seats. I can get away with slapping Chow on the head when I need to. If you hit me again, I'll stick a fork in you. It's a stress one. Consider <laughs> yourself forewarned. Man, those snacks are too noisy. Take them away. <laughs> I'll I'll deal with them. <laughs> you can't bring them. Good. This is very good. I am glad to hear. So, do you think you will be able to help with the training and maintenance of our Antarctic gear? Yes, certainly. I mean, the main thing you just have to worry about mostly is exposure, rather than that's the priority, and then obviously food. You shouldn't be 
Very good. We will hopefully, well, not hopefully, we will definitely have quite a bit of time on board our ship. I'm ready to start right away if you want to get any, uh, me to go over your inventory or anything. Well, we'll be taking care of most of that uh, in September when you arrive. Well, when the rest of the team are arriving, but as our polar expert, we would be hoping to take you on board immediately, as soon as it's convenient for you to start. No, oh, any time, any time. I have no other engagement. Wonderful. We will also be hoping you'll be taking some classes on board the ship during the journey, bringing the scientists. Oh yes, with the expeditions up to speed. Of course, myself and the professor here have previous experience with Arctic conditions in the North Pole. That is good. Um, but um, some of the scientists we are hiring <laughs> for their minds, not their survivalist experience. And it'll be your job with the uh, rest of your team to make sure they're ready to survive once we reach the Ross Ice Shelf. Well, if they're that smart, then hopefully they can follow instructions. But the Professor laughs at this. We've got academics here. Mr. Larson? Fair point. They are very good at arguing. I'm sure that <laughs> you'll be able to impress on them the importance of the necessary uh, well, trust <laughs> in your teachings. If not, they'll learn soon enough. Well, well I'm satisfied. Captain? And Captain nods. Yes, quite satisfied. I believe you're the perfect man for the job. Well, I wouldn't have asked you in to begin with. Oh, the it's professor here likes to meet everyone in person and check that they're... Uh, as they appear on paper, so you know how it is. Oh, and it's important to have face-to-face introductions. Have you I thrust this in my face? Like so like I thought you were talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I assume you. <clears throat> the professor. Well, if you had a character whose uh, title was professor, you could be professor once more. I don't mind giving you a sentient gravity engine again. <laughs> no, I no, I, I think we'll sentient. pass on that one for this one. We had an amazing game of Deadlands when that happened. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want all of our Arctic survival gear to just revert back in time to the sheep or whatever they were originally made from. <laughs> yeah, you probably you probably weren't there for that, man. It was really cool. Time machine happenings. It was interesting. Destroying priceless works and books. Yeah, all the Ma- good magical spell books from you know irreplaceable. Uh, moving on. Anyway, <laughs> Mr. Larson, you are turning out. Professor Moore informed you a hotel room here at the Amherst will be arranged for you and he'll have the paperwork for you to sign by the end of the day. Excellent. He's got another couple of people to see today and then he'll be down to see you shortly. So they can Ooh-la-la. discuss if you have any recommendations for people to hire or you think would fill in the gaps on their crew roster. the rest of your Arctic survival expert team. Yeah, very nice opening for a guy with more money than sense. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, Mr. Kenneth <laughs> your hired cab, arrives at the Amherst Hotel. The door is open for one of the footmen, who inquires as to your business. Uh, yes, we are here for an interview with uh, Mr. Starkweather. We're going on the expedition. If we go inside, sir, to the concierge, he'll check the list. Ah, thank you very much. Mandalay? Yes. Describe yourselves to the rest of the party. 
I look like Stephen Fry. <laughs> Stephen, Fry? <laughs> Stephen Fry now or Stephen Fry back in Jesus and Worcester? There's um, a big difference. Uh, Literally and figuratively. <laughs> uh, about halfway. <laughs> Mr. Fry, if you ever hear this, I do apologise. We love you, really. Promise. He's not ever going to hear this. He isn't ever going to hear this. <laughs> but now that you've said that... Sometimes you... I sneak into your house while you're asleep and touch your face. <laughs> Man, I really hope you never hear this. <laughs> Two days later anyway, on Twitter... Anyway, Edward <laughs> Philip Tennant, right? Describe yourself to the party... Um, a relatively youngish, uh, highly educated twit, basically, in the classic uh, heritage of the English aristocracy. Are you dressed like Freddy? No, no, dressed relatively Kruger. normally, but... Uh, no, <laughs> Freddy from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Three for the mortal men. Um... <laughs> Did we just join some sort of gummy pair death pack? That was Yeah, I think so. Sorry. Uh, I think at some point we just slightly sort of more to enjoy. Slightly rotund as well. Uh, obviously enjoying the high lifes that uh, money can bring without having to do any effort for it. Opium addiction. And you want to go to Antarctica? <laughs> Seems like a jolly good uh, trip. And so do you have plans? Remember, we discussed them. Yes. I'm going to have to remind you what your plans were that we discussed less than two weeks ago. Apparently, because I don't know anything <laughs> yes, as in-depth as... Uh, painting. Yeah, there we go. You remember the painting the Antarctic from your hot air balloon. Uh, that wasn't so much a big hidden plan. I was going to surprise everyone with my random intentions. lunacy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, It's yes. just going to be white. There will be shades of white. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> Man, you do remember the day, Lord. The, of Fifty Shades of Grey. Well done. Yes, Tenon writes, start insanity is ten. <laughs> really? I don't remember giving you that. <laughs> that seems a bit high. <laughs> anyway, you make your way over to the concierge desk. There are several reporters hanging around. Some of them look over at you with uh, worry, interest, but they don't approach just yet. Do none of them recognise him? Um... um. No, he's not important enough. Much to your dismay, you're not important enough to be recognised by reporters. Um, the concierge looks uh, afternoon, sir. Name? Uh, tenant right. Uh, your business here at the Amherst this afternoon? Did you want to check out the building? Uh, I am here for a meeting with James Stockwell regarding his uh, expedition. Um, I'm sorry, sir, you're not on the list of expected... Uh, Guests. Really? Madeley, you did uh, book the appointment, didn't you? Uh, yes, uh, I called ahead in advance. Your name, sir? Mandley. Mandley, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no, he sir. says with a sociopathic death <laughs> Sorry, sir, I'm not having any record. Who did you speak to? Was it myself, one of my colleagues? Let's say Barbara. Is that what you say? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brunhild. He disappears inside the office behind him and he's gone for a few minutes before he comes back out. Uh, Sorry for the confusion, sir. No, no, that's quite alright. Bit last minute, sir. You weren't on the uh, printed list. If you'd like to take the elevator up, I'm sure someone will greet you on the fifth floor. I'll give them a call to let you know you're arriving. Most kind. Did they have printers in 1932? 
Because it's type printed. <laughs> maybe maybe they meant write in capitals. <laughs> you had printing. You had ginormous printing presses. Yes, but they wouldn't have a ginormous printing press in a hotel. Yeah, they don't have a ginormous printing press, but they still have printed lists. the finest hotel in New York. Of course they have a printing press. Why? We're the only hotel to boast our own printing press. Stop the presses, there's a new guest. We had to take out the laundry to put it in, but it is the next big thing, I guarantee it. Closed within a year. Then Telegraph was Anyway, you shortly arrive on the fifth floor, and one of the hotel staff shows you through into the suite where Professor Moore and Captain Starkweather are waiting. The captain walks over. Ah, Mr. looks at his notes. Tenant Wright, you were. Your gentleman was quite insistent that you wanted to speak to us about the expedition. Yes, quite. And that was about it. <laughs> Manley, I assumed you'd uh, be a bit more. Uh, in depth about our missions, but never mind. Oh, well, sir, I wouldn't want to deprive you of the uh, pleasure of explaining yourself to these fine gentlemen. <laughs> ah, of course, of course not, sir. <laughs> Probably for the best, actually, yes. Um, yes, um, I'm here to uh, join in your expedition. I see, Adam. Skills do you bring with you? Um, <laughs> do you bring anything Mr. Tempenite? We are a scientific expedition, after all, to <laughs> rediscover the lost... Uh, Discovery sites religion. of Professor Lyke and his miraculous uh, fossil cavern, if possible. Of course, it sounds like a fossil. Most marvellous adventure, I must say. Um, and your uh, skill set, sir? Well, uh, boring. nothing much directly <laughs> related to that, but uh, I'm sure I can provide some <coughs> funding. I'm sure these are not cheap. Jazz tap. Uh, you yeah, see that. Professor uh, Starkweather's eyebrows rise <laughs> in a very... Uh, this sounds more like it, boy. <laughs> oh, you have no skills, but you have money. You come this way. <laughs> How much oh, sir, additional funding are we talking about? I mean, I assume it would be you and your manservant here? Oh, of course. I would not go anywhere without uh, my trusted Mandalay. See, that would pass. Uh, incur quite considerable cost adding a non-working party member. Oh, of course. Um, I have to admit, I don't really understand quite... Uh, how much these things do cost. I'm um, sure we can come to some arrangement. I don't understand money. Let me write you a check. Not when you want me to stop adding zeros. <laughs> I went out of space. <laughs> Turn it over. <laughs> well, I'm sure, let's say, 7,000 American dollars each. Ah, oh, that seems most generous. In fact, uh... <laughs> that's a well, lot. Um, <laughs> you may even suggest that Manly splatters are great. Captain Starkweather. Uh, Captain Starkweather. <laughs> um, do you take us for pricks? <laughs> <laughs> Only one of you. <laughs> no, but I do accept check. <laughs> I'm sure that a slightly lower fee might be negotiated, considering that... Um, it's almost my usual income, and I'm fantastically wealthy. I've forgotten your name, because I always call you Sir. <laughs> 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 you, you refer to me as Mr. T. 
Well, well, Mr. Tenenbrae. Yeah. Uh, given that Mr. Tenenbrae has so generously offered um, to help fund the expedition, we wouldn't want to be too demanding of his generosity, surely? Tell me your persuasion. Does he say that in character? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yes, I persuade. I get 48 out of 70. Fair enough. We guess if we're not being too onerous on your generosity, Mr. Tenant, right? 4,000 each. I'll take those away. Yes, yes, fine. That's uh, marvellous. Excellent. Make out the check to uh, Professor Moore here, and oh, we will. Uh, well, I believe me and you are going to have to get along marvelously. Call me James. <laughs> Edward. Welcome on board. Any special requests or artifacts or possessions you'd like us to find space for on the boat after we have a limited cargo capacity and well, we fit airplanes on board? Hot hot well, uh, I was hoping there'd be space for our hot air balloon. <laughs> Looks in a hot air balloon. <coughs> He's looking at you, the captain. In um, a, in a, is this it's, real? It's more a balloon <laughs> you tie around your neck, really. <laughs> and of course, space for oh. some uh, high-quality uh, brandies and stuff along the way. It's be a long journey, I'm sure. Uh, refreshments for the crew. Well, uh, if we could uh, possibly. Uh, Rewind a little bit to the uh, hot air balloon. Um, oh, yes. I'd like to share with the group a, uh, a little about your plans. <laughs> hot air balloons in the Antarctic. That's uh, Wouldn't it burst? <laughs> New one? Well, from what I remember, there was some trouble with the, the planes. I think the perhaps an alternative form of transport might be. Yeah, it's a good view as well. Well, you might be able to go. As high as normal in the cold air, but <laughs> unless you want to shots, though, isn't it? I assume you'll have gas equipment to fill the thing and such. Of course. I'm sure we can find space somewhere on board for your hot air balloon, uh, <laughs> Edward. No <laughs> problem whatsoever. Excellent. Thank you, James. <laughs> More's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, always sit there, sitting there shaking his head. <laughs> and Captain Starkweather was ignoring him. <laughs> Looking forward to drinking this. I just mouth. <laughs> Thank you. There's room. <laughs> There's room if we leave out this pallet of food. <laughs> Sleds, dogs. <laughs> now, now, now that the scientists take can, it over, he can uses a sled wedding. dogs. <laughs> mm. Mm, delicious. Airplane fuel. So you're meant to add water and they come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> just chant this phrase three times. <laughs> Oh wait, I haven't given you much. Necromancy would really save on storage space. <laughs> we pack the crew on ice until we arrive. <coughs> Cremated. Yeah. Well, um, Edward, uh, I assume you'll uh, be wanting to ship our full of ash. Move in immediately to the hotel? I mean, most of the uh, staff aren't arriving until September, so do you want to take some time to test your hot air? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it'll be fine. Uh, let me know your schedules, I'm sure I'll... Uh... Where are you staying here in New York? We'll get all the details to you at the end of the day. Uh, well, we only arrived yesterday. Haven't really put any long-term stays well, yet. I will get you booked into a room here next to mine. As one of our chief financiers and hot balloonist expert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we may have to find some sort of story for this one with the press. 
I'm sure you get a couple of headlines of this one. Hot air balloon attempt at Antarctic mountains. Uh, I'm sure as, uh, as an explorer yourself, I've uh, <laughs> travelled across mission. the Miskatonic mountains, taller than the Himalayas, according to Professor Lake. As an explorer yourself, I'm sure you appreciate the uh, achievements of you know being the first to do attempt these yes. things. Well, when my chief pilot arrives, I'll um, be sure to tell him he's got a hot air balloon to look after as well. Well, why don't you retire back to the bar so and I'll uh, speak to you later. We'll have dinner. Excellent, sounds good. Oh, and that check <clears throat> for Professor Moore? Oh, of course, sir, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'll write it out right now. You write out a check and no. give it to Professor Moore. If any of you Mandalay's. need to contact me at night, then you can probably find me at Mandalay's. Really? Is that an uncle of yours? or The bar. Yes, yes, I, I, I'm assuming <coughs> Mr. Mandalay, who owns the bar, is some sort of relative? No, no, it was me. I moved. Oh. Fair enough. Is this a reference? Because it's lost on yeah, me. Yeah, this, this is a real thing. I used to... We are in New York, right? I'm not yeah. confused. Right, yeah. Okay. Um, well. You also own a bar? I used to run a bar in New York. I stopped running the bar... To work for an idiot with lots of money. Because of are prohibition. Are you from Archer? <laughs> I, uh, I, I stopped running the bar because of prohibition. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but the good reason the establishment has kept going. It's a high class establishment in New York, and um, ah brothel. <laughs> I didn't even say so. <laughs> and it's kept its name. Let's say um, brothel. Um, and brothel. so yeah, I will probably like Mr. to McCready, visit there. You have just left the elevator outside uh, Mr. Starkweather's. Uh, Quarters when the doors open and the captain, in a very happy uh, mood, shows a rather lazily dressed English chap out with a very tall gentleman in a butler's outfit. <coughs> good day, sir. I say as I pass. Oh, and good day. I say. Ah, Mr. McQueedy. Ah. Captain Starkweather, I recognise you from photographs. <laughs> Good. How it should be. Which paper? Uh, the newspaper. Anyway. <laughs> Time for, for this. Well, come in, come in. I have some great news for you, Mr. McQueenie. We've just... He clips an arm around your shoulder and starts taking you around the door shortly here and talking about... We've just come into some extra money, so I'm going to need your advice on a new plane to buy. Oh, well, obviously, definitely going to have to go with one of the new Boeings. I mean, they're amazing, especially when outfitted for Arctic Bombing runs. weather. <laughs> well, you're the man I'm hoping to hire. Boeings, Boeings, good. He looks at the professor who's nodding in a very, yes, Boeings, we've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> Planes, eh? What all? <laughs> Good, good. And you think you're the man for the job for flying as well? One of the men to be flying us around the Antarctic? Oh, definitely. Well, um, you know my history, of course. You know, I was with the uh, the Shackleton Rowett expedition, the first to bring a plane to Antarctica, although tragically we never got to fly it because Basically of uh, to. some problems with our parts supply line. But, well, uh, we won't have any of those. You'll be in charge of the planes from the moment you leave this room to the moment we... Come home. Fantastic. You when do we kick off? We're leaving in September. Um, the professor here has placed an order for several Boeings, mm-hmm. I think. Was it Boeings? 
Um, a Northrop, I think. Oh, and we have one hot air balloon. <laughs> Interesting. One of our uh, backers who will be joining us on the trip is an avid hot air balloonist and is insisting on taking a hot air balloon to Antarctica. Do us once we actually well, set it's, sail it, the money. It's certainly not the first time it's been done, but. Um, oh, that will crush his spirits when he hears that. <coughs> but we don't have to tell him that. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> More, take a note. Let's not let Mr. Tennant Wright know that he's not the first one to take a hot air balloon to Antarctica. I mean, I haven't told him that. <laughs> <laughs> he seems a very nice young chap, but, uh, well, we owe him asking for his money back. Not considering I've probably already spent it. Yes, on. cash the check quickly. <laughs> <laughs> to the bank! Yes. No! Uh, not to the fucking bank! That check to cash. <laughs> oh, yes. My, my RP group have a terrifying fear of banks after they spent three hours in one once opening an account. <laughs> and then were eaten. Badly no, no, it was just four hours <laughs> in a bank. So, very realistic roleplay. <laughs> Like the so anything else you think we should take? Any type of planes? Any personal plane you want? I mean, we can probably drop <laughs> one of the smaller ones if you've got something better. <laughs> like a Spitfire. <laughs> oh, I've conveniently written down my plane as aeroplane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flume. <laughs> yeah, it's a standard model. Wings, engines, the usual affair. I have an X-5. <laughs> an X301? Fair port, surely. I think you picked a Northrop. Yeah, um, uh, I don't remember. I, I, I have to look to the back of the folder. 747, that's a plane yeah, well, by we'll, Boeing. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jetliner? I mean, uh, <laughs> the Airbus? Yeah. <laughs> the Dreamliner? <laughs> Let's just say I said what plane I own, and we'll, I will write it down properly later. You do this. So, um, yes, I mean, I mean, of, of course, my personal plane we could we could take, but it may need some enhancements for Arctic conditions. Well, I've, I've, I've gun <laughs> <laughs> missile launches. <laughs> are you familiar? Are you familiar with the air-to-air missile? <laughs> it's a relatively new invention. You picked the one that could carry more people, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a medium big one. I don't know, I remember we had a lengthy argument about what the weights meant. <laughs> the lifting when weights. Were sands invented? Not before World War Two. Well, probably not before there were planes. Not before the Yeah, it was a North <laughs> The North Northrop Rock. Delta. Yes. Okay. That yeah. looks quite small. Quiet, you. <laughs> it does, but it has more seats than the Fairchild. I think. Is, that, is that all the planes? planes? Because I'm sure there were more planes in in your lengthy appendix. <laughs> Sorry. He's been shoving up there like for years. Got a lot of cargo <laughs> space. We'll work this out later when we have more time. For those of you yeah. listening at home, <laughs> we're flicking through the a book of drawings of planes. <laughs> Did you want a junker? Do you feel? <laughs> Oh, we'll get to this later. It doesn't matter right now. I've got a plane. Just, yeah. It, and you're going to buy plane it, plus one. It flat packs. It's just in a big crate that says plane this way up. Buy Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> it actually turns out to be a bookcase. <laughs> Very stylish. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, you all sit on it and he'll push it. 
Mandalay, the pushing please. Those tiny Allen keys to assemble a plane. Yes. Can't we just use the sled dogs? Why we have him? Dogs, dogs. He's incredibly rich. No way he's pushing things. All we need to do is have him write a will first. Sit there drinking brandy. (laughs) Well, I am sure. Uh, you will be uh, expert at making sure all the planes are looked after and taken care of. Almost I as if you were for this. am. Uh, um, do I, I have planist. any <laughs> any machinery? Actually, I can I? You have aircraft maintenance. Aircraft maintenance, you say? Um, yes, I am an, almost an expert <laughs> aircraft maintainer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I put on my smile. Did you mean engineer? Yes, yes, one of those two. I have a certificate. <laughs> Can I see the certificate? Uh, it was lost in a fire. <laughs> I see. Captain, same time as the plane. <laughs> I have every faith in Mr. McQueen here. He's flown me on a couple of journeys before, which is why uh, I'm giving him my personal <coughs> recommendation to our expedition. You're allowed to recommend your science tests. types. I can pick the best damn pilot I've ever had the misfortune of not crashing with. I'm delighted to work with you again. <laughs> what? Excuse me. Misfortune of not crashing. James. You wanted to crash and he failed. James. Both of us are James's. Of course sort of. He's not very hello. good for the thing you wanted to be when I say When I say hello, I mean I meet you again for many times. I'm an expert role player. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your name was Randall. Randall James. Ah. But I don't tell you what J stands for. Expert role player. Role playsmanship. There's a 65 in role play. <laughs> I accept your slow Roll your role play. Role, role play well. Play. Excellent. Oh, God. Botch. <laughs> oh, we know how this confuses Kieran. Uh, no, it can't get, it can't get it... meta again. <laughs> Wait, are we? am I running this in the safe house at the laundry? And then the, they're yeah. actually the monster children? And, ah, uh, you're just a professor from Deadlands. I, I, I do think that eventually we've just got to learn to enjoy all of the out-of-context confusing things that are going to be on the recording that people understand at all. <laughs> Question, why, why do you need planes? We can just get are a helix to take us to the, the Arctic. <laughs> yeah, the, the laundry children and the, uh, and the shard zombies. You'll, uh, you'll learn to love them. You, you won't oh, ever get an explanation. <laughs> just, just roll with it. Man. Right, the captain, thanks very much for the time. Uh, the paperwork will be taken care of. And if you are back here on the 5th of September, uh, we will get the show on the road. The planes should have been delivered by them. And I'll hand them over into your capable hands. Great! <laughs> have you been drinking again, Randall? Um, no, but if you'd like to start, there is a bar downstairs. Oh, yes, to the bar. To the Prohibition Era bar, expert role playing. <laughs> Prohibition has <laughs> ended. <laughs> when did Prohibition end? Sometimes what is America? I don't know. It's just the colony being gone here. Yes. They'll get over it yeah. soon. It's yeah. Not long after it was brought in, basically. Well, he yeah. brought up Prohibition. I thought it was still a thing. No, no it no. was a thing, which is why I moved out of New York. It, it didn't work, so it didn't last very long. Mm. If only America would well, learn yeah, that like democracy. Because I'm lazy. <laughs> Sorry. You've got your own part. Charging. No. I really don't care that much. I do. Yes. Anyway. Well, I'll I'll be back for your planes in September. Can you touch my phone? Oh, yeah. 
Is there anything in particular people would like to take care of before we move? I would like to tell my wife. Uh, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not yes, going. I'm not no. going back. Tell no. your wife that Randall loves her. I would not like to tell my wife I love her. I would like to tell my wife I'm going <laughs> <laughs> September to the Antarctic. <laughs> Screw you, I'll bitch. I'll be back. Uh, well, never. Probably. I know all about your dalliances. Are you still talking to your wife? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. See, I, I proved this. Argument's finally got someone who's willing to build like, more character around himself. He's deaf. He's not merely a sheet of paper and scratchings. We are expert role players. This is a three-minute automatic lock-in. Oh no! Holy crap! It does still exist. What does? 1920 to 1933. It is really. Which revealed the 18th Amendment on December 5th, 1933. So yeah, prohibition. Okay, it's still going on. You have fruit juice and tea in the bar. No, you bribe the bartender. When does it end? Uh, Yes. 5th of December, 1933. I don't know. I haven't checked the door. We're We're not not far. We're not going to be able to stock up. Is it one of those things where cruise. some states abandon it sooner than others? Though, they should maybe. cruise to the Antarctic? Yeah. Is that, uh, this is what I have in mind. Yeah. Well, no, because if we go through Canada, that's where all the booze came from. Yeah, we're not we'll going we'll to stop Canada. off in a civilised country, won't we? If anything, we're going to Panama. <laughs> Why? That's the wrong direction. Where we'll certainly no, it's not! What kind of geography do you know? You're going to New York, down to Panama. I know, we're going to Antarctica, not Antarctica. <laughs> Sorry! That's weird. That makes a bit more sense now. Says the expert chief survival expert. <laughs> Which way is north? I don't know. Okay, you inform your wife. I know, I just get my cock out and whirl it around. <laughs> your cock gets frostbite. Your cock drops off. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, I'm so glad this no, I'm having to some. save for posterity. Richard I tell my eldest son he's a disappointment and I hope that he has improved a lot by the time I get back. By the time you get back, he's run off and joined some sort of hippie commune. So an improvement. And also an implication that's the last 30 years. (laughs) Okay. They don't want to do anything else between now yes, and me. Yes, actually. Can I try... Any specific things you want to buy and or prepare? Get hold of my old acquaintance. Uh, what's his face? Oh, yeah, oh, Bob, I know him as well. I, I did read the material. What's it? Uh, Dyer? me, I didn't. Dyer? Yeah. You attempt to track down Mr. Dyer. What's his first name? Let me just get my notes on Mr. Dyer. And you'll be able to if I find him reference material. However, he is... What's his name? William Dyer. Yeah. He is impossible to find. You check with your contact at the university, his family, he's dropped out of sight, and he just isn't answering anyone's calls. He's not been back to his house in about a year. No one has any idea where he's gone. He never really got over his experiences in the Antarctic. They suspect yeah, he's gone always somewhere. a bit queer, didn't they? He did go a bit queer. Uh, the ones Natural girls on the boat, you see. The survivors you can track down are, <coughs> are uh, Matt Ty. Matt Ty. How's he was one of the radio operators. He is now living in Kingsport. 
And Mr. Paybody is still working at the university. He is the professor and engineer who invented the drilling equipment for right. drilling the Arctic bore samples. None of those are sort of, well... I, None of them were at Lakes Camp, obviously, because yeah. they're still alive. I don't know... Uh, I don't <laughs> That's know. pretty good. Ty's a radio operator. I don't have much interest. And the other guy's an engineer, so... He invented the drills. The drills are kind of important. Yeah, but I'm I'm more interested. Well, I suppose the geology. You got to dig deep. Oh, the geology. Maybe I'll maybe I'll. I'll, He's is he still working at Miskatonic? Oh yeah, he's still at Miskatonic. Then when I when I get back, I'll I'll sort of go and say hi and tell him I'm I'm joining the new expedition. You drop into his. He loves to take out a loan to help us out. Yeah, he puts in a a job advertisement. That afternoon, <laughs> and ask you for a personal loan. Can you knock at the door to his office, and he looks up. Ah, Alan, back from New York. Yes, yes, I, I just joined the new Starkweather Moore expedition. Ah, you're joining William on his little jaunt back to uh, the deep south. Then. Well, yeah, I think it's important to, to figure out all the nonsense that you know. It's just there's too much, too much bad news associated with the old expedition. I think we need to. Clear the air, make exactly, a sound, exactly. rediscover the lost wonders of Professor Lake's camp. Well, yes, yes. Sorted out one way or another. Well, <coughs> good luck. I hope my drills serve you well. You still you heard anything from Dyer? William? Not since we got back. Oh. He's just dropped out of sight, really. What's the other survivor's name? character. No, wasn't there another Danforth? Yeah, which one was he? He was the other one. The other one in the plane. The two of them took the plane over the mountain. Oh, yeah. So and someone seems to have left a dead dribble in your bath. What? Well, <laughs> come again? <laughs> Check it out if you don't believe me. How about Danforth? <laughs> uh, no, sorry. Um, I haven't heard from him in a while either. I think he took a sabbatical to um, the Hawaii radio station. Just trying to get away from here, I think, and the bad memories. Obviously, a lot of his um, student friends uh, were lost at Lake's camp. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a harder thing to cope with when uh, most of your... Uh, Friends and fellow students are lost mm. in such a gruesome, terrifying manner. Mm. You mean a storm? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they were murdered, you know, ripped apart. <laughs> I don't think I'm here. No, you're not here. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> you're not getting any of this now. Well, <laughs> well, I'm, I still have a few months before uh, I have to report back to uh, New York, so maybe I could... Uh, you show me how your drills work, and uh... well, I, I can take you through the <laughs> theory. Yeah, <laughs> well, I don't really have one set up here to uh, teach you. Oh well, okay. But you realise the floor is just full of holes. You can imagine. What is your intelligence? <laughs> Sixteen. Oh gosh, you're a smart thing. Okay, roll me a d100. Forty-one. Okay, you may add. to your operate heavy machinery. Awesome. This yeah, is assumed you spend a while studying and learning yep. 
I've got a couple of months. So Over the couple of months to September. Operate heavy machinery isn't a... I have to write this in. It, it should be. Um, um, yeah, it's, it's midway, heavy down, mech. midway down the middle column. It's above oh, yeah. Yeah. other language. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not written in full due well, to space constraints. It's just above the E thing, Cypher. Okay, Carl. Oh, yes. Is there anything you wish to take care of personally between now what and September? What does E thing, Cypher, stand for? Uh, no. Uh, okay. Uh, um, other than just like going over all the manifestos, probably talking to him a bit about it. Do you mean manifest? Manifesto. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> the communist theme. <laughs> Sorry, I'm planning to stage a revolution. <laughs> yes, this Karl Marx fellow, he seems one to avoid. Shall we uh, talk about the expedition? <laughs> I just want to know who's going to control the means of production. <laughs> Are we off to rapture now? <laughs> just as well it's not the 50s. No, says the Vatican. Belongs to God. I do apologise to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are we are top men. Top. Okay. Um, men. Professor Moore provides most of the details for uh, the clothing. They'll be having them made up. Uh, obviously, most of the expedition members will need to be measured and outfitted in mm-hmm. cold weather gear when they arrive. We're hoping to take care of that straight away. And I'll also look at like what anything that is known about the previous ex- expedition. Yep, um, it's all in that handout I gave you about what the world knows about them. Yes, but let's assume I haven't read that. Someone and so I'm going to be Here telling you. Here you go. Fuck off! I don't want to read it now. <laughs> Tough. Not are. that one. The other pages. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. No, not that one either. The ones that start what the world knows about the uh, 1909. Yes, fascinating. With no context. I think you're reading page two. Out of that four-page thing that I handed you, you read every page except the one you were supposed to start on. Still doing. There we go. There we go. (laughs) Only five pages into the (laughs) four-page document. I'll say I'm quite impressed. We are only, so not even halfway through our first session. Dolphins have got a whole page worth of notes. I've never seen us have this many notes in an entire campaign before. Or indeed notes. <laughs> or indeed notes at all. Exactly. Of any measure. You've read them, right? He just psychoanalyzes us as we talk. <laughs> all Dangerously insane. <laughs> need to be put down as soon as possible. That's not something First a real doctor would say. <laughs> when the revolution comes. Well, I'm, I'm a mix between a doctor and a vet. <laughs> Anyway, midway through more August, of a charlatan, really. The arrival date is shifted to the first of September. What? Do we know why? Nope. It just it comes down from Professor Moore that the arrival date and start date is the first. You suspect it is to do with making sure that you actually do have enough time before the departure date on the fourteenth to get everything done. Right. Someone <coughs> has done their sums and gone. Ah, we should start a little bit earlier. That makes We need to build sense. an extension onto the plane for the hot air balloon. <laughs> <laughs> We've got helium gas. Why do we have helium gas? What kind of hot air balloon uses helium? The ones that don't explode. <laughs> ones. <laughs> what? You know, hot air balloons, the funny thing about them is they have hot air in them. Mm. So you remember to bring all that air. <laughs> <laughs> Hence why they were confused about canisters of helium. Compressed helium canisters available. <laughs> I don't know, but they've got zeppelins. Full of hydrogen. Well, clearly they're <laughs> stupid. 
<laughs> and besides, I, I, I'm sure the descendants of the Hindenburgers sure, are. I'm, sure, I'm sure that the Fenegal Hydrogen will come Just add to the list of groups I've been offended by tonight's show. Hydrogen was easier to get hold of than helium in, in yep. that time mm-hmm. period, which is why they used it. Because yes. I can't remember which country it was had the greatest helium reserves, and we're like, fuck you, it's uh, America. Yeah they, yeah, they probably weren't like, hey, Hitler, have all this helium. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an entry to a bad song. <laughs> Hey, Hitler, let's have some helium. Let's not go that way. Yeah, let's... Do we know about Hitler not. yet? I mean, has he entered the public consciousness? He, yeah. 1933, yeah. yes. What? The, the average... That's the, the year average... he becomes not Chancellor. Yeah, yeah. 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 and his knight of long nights. Okay. But, but basically everyone But in... the average American. Yeah, everyone in America. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fine, I'm not an American. But then Americans you, you would know. Yeah, I'm not no, American, actually. They it, didn't even realise there was a war on until 1986. You know what's on the outside of America? Yeah, and they'd already lost Yeah, what we really know about him is he's the guy who's going to sort out all of the... Um, Europeans. Well, he's like, like, what's he like Time yes. Magazine's he's Man of the Year? Yeah, he's an economic crisis. He's yeah. just chan- he's not like the dictator. He's just the chancellor he at did. the moment, right? He's the guy who's yeah. sorting everything yeah. out. He's in, he's halfway through doing a Palpatine. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he's, he's about episode two. Yeah. He's stabilising the economy and looking after everything. So you know, it's <laughs> for him that comes in and burns half his face off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! If only that had happened. <laughs> it's over, Hitler. I have the high ground. <laughs> I have tanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't need that. Oh, can we move on? I'm dying. <laughs> right. Edward, oh, I've got Gurgles and Hitler back on the lightsabers in my Anything head. Anything you two wish to take care of before September the 1st? Yeah, I want to visit... Um, uh, I want to visit Mandalay's. Yeah, do you give Mandalay a day off to visit Mandalay's at some point? I will give I'll, him a day off. I'll take you along. I've been teaching you about what money is worth. I'll teach you right half an hour. I got bored and said, no, good. <laughs> These sums are too small. Uh, I will go and procure some ex- you know, some uh, Arctic weather gear from a local expensive New York tailor's. Oh man, they are going to sell you terrible Arctic <laughs> weather gear. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> Well, I, I believe the long coat is in in Antarctica <laughs> <laughs> with um, tails. Fair line, of course. I hope. Fair enough. Roll me your luck. This seems like the sort of thing I'd want to be around for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am lucky. Not taking the day off. <laughs> I'll show him what I can do. I'll, I'll restock the equipment. I'll take to. care of myself. There are several oh, days shit. you could be there for that day. I am lucky, though. Yes, you are lucky. It's a, you decide not to do this on a day when Mandalay has gone off, and you do. <laughs> I don't get fleeced. The, the, the tailors know yeah, absolutely did, nothing though. about Antarctic weather gear because he's gone yeah. to the swankiest tailor in New York. So you call Carl here. We'll leave it to the experts. Carl, you are called down to a swanky tailor's at some point. <laughs> have to give them instructions on how to. Make Mr. Uh, Tenant Wright clothing. Would like some pinstripe Antarctic gear. Now, of course, the right choice oh, of uh, toggles are very minutes Just wrap my head around what you're asking me. <laughs> just standing in the doorway with an incredulous look on your face. I thought this was a prank. <laughs> really? I'm really here. Well, he found out that he couldn't be the first. Um, 
Balloonus. Exactly. <laughs> so now he's going for swankiest explorer. Did, did, swankiest, oh, did he, he find out he wasn't the first balloonist? <laughs> no, I just made that. Oh, okay. Bringing style to the Antarctic. I'm bringing sexy back. You can't attempt to persuade them to let you take care of this. You're there with them in <laughs> yeah, this swanky tailor. I will do that with my role playings. Trying to work out my persuade. Oh. Fuck all, then. <laughs> I'm sort of watching this go on as if I'm just anticipating I'm, the... I'll, I'll sort of look at... Um, inevitability of how much of a massive waste of time this all is. I'll sort of look at Tenet Wright. Dismiss the idea out of hand. Look at Mandalay and go, Can you help me out here? Perhaps we can get equipped with uh, the appropriate equipment when, uh, when at the same time as the others do. That, I think, is a very good idea. There's no need to go all out on this sort of thing. After all, the uh, items of clothing may suffer some wear and tear. It's unpredictable. They probably won't. You'll be fine. But, um... It but is, I'm just surely, thinking... Surely, sir, you it, want the latest in hats, scarves, and gloves. I, I, I sort of take a don't side really step for the accessories off, but still... The, um, it, it's, about, and, and it's about the quality <laughs> of the make, the carter... Obviously, I can get you the quality. That isn't the issue. However, you it's, have to understand, as your uh, manservant said, outdoor expeditions like this are quite rough on the uh, tailor on stitching. Well, I'm sure uh, with your knowledge really of the environment and uh, <laughs> the you know the quality of workmanship here, you could come to some sort of arrangement. Is the tailor Jewish? Mr. Um, I'm not answering that. That's not right. No, not you. you nodded. <laughs> Tenant right. That's right. Yeah, Mr. Tenant right is convinced. A lot of thirties. That this is the best place to go. Just asking. In my expert opinion, I would respectfully disagree with Mr. Tenant right. And really, while, while... an expert. Hmm, that's something to consider, isn't it, sir? <laughs> <laughs> As these are the clothes, that will be a hint, hint. <laughs> so, so I'm... While, while I'm not doubting the quality of this establishment's craftsmanship, I can't help but feel that um, it would be better suited for me myself to uh, measure you for clothes and acquire them for you. <laughs> That is after all your job. Well, I certainly would turn fairies? down the advice of an expert if I was, for example, in the presence of an expert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose. Oh, I'm uh, sure we could, uh, if I uh, give you a little extra, you could uh, go an extra mile on the materials and little things. I'm sure that can be arranged. Oh, uh, so very I'm well, sure man, you'll man. be the sharpest man in Antarctica in certain senses of the word. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. No, that's uh, we wanted really, isn't it? So, so how I'm seeing you is is Blackadder and him as Prince George. That's that's <laughs> yeah, that, that's, I, pretty I that's hard. A, I was hoping for more of a Jeeves and Worcester deal, but uh, no, no, it's Blackadder no. and Prince George. Prince George works <laughs> too. That works too. It does yeah. work too. I'll, I'll be back <laughs> before you can say anti-disestablishmentarianism. <laughs> I am Brasmuffin. <laughs> <laughs> Instant in the tailors. At least you didn't just hand him a ginormous wadge of cash and be like, oh, I'll fix it. Give me clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Usher him out of the store. My finest Antarctic tutu. 
<laughs> Your finest Antarctic whalebone corset. <laughs> we'll keep everything Thank in you. place while we jounce After around that, in that uh, flying machine. I should go procure some uh, decent uh, alcohol for the journey. Myself and some of the crew. Oh, you probably yeah. can if you if you want to spend enough money. You Telegraph can... ahead to um, whatever Panama. Yeah, Panama. <laughs> yes. Well, we can rum. Rum. That, that's very no, important. You, you can get anything important. You know. Yes. Well, yeah. They, just they say... deliver everything to to where the ship stops, and then you pick up more supplies, and then just you send head on. Telegram to Harrods and say. Um, <laughs> well, have writing. this hamper waiting for me in Panama. Uh, we should be able to do that automatically, surely. That's uh, right. Yes. It takes a while because obviously you don't want the US authorities to get a wind of all this <laughs> shenanigans. Delivered to someone outside of the Yeah, 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 but you, you're telegraphing home <laughs> about alcohol deliveries. That's not a crime. That's not a crime. No, it's not a crime. But, but, but there, there would probably be questions answered to Jack, you weren't having it delivered here. Hassle uh, mm. with people who want to make sure it doesn't accidentally get reported as being delivered here. But you managed to oh, avoid right, all that. <laughs> People to bribe it's, for no uh, reason. It's the American dream, really. Yep. <laughs> there will be several large crates of variety and various alcohols Excellent. waiting for you at one of the ship's uh, docking points along the Tandy Antarctic. Well, I'm done then, really. Prepared <laughs> <laughs> for uh, my Antarctic adventure. done. <laughs> Man. Your life expectancy is measured in minutes. What are you taking to Antarctica? <laughs> well, uh, brandy in a hot air balloon. <laughs> well, I'll look really <laughs> dapper in my brand new silk suit. Mine's <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, just a slightly higher quality level of fur lining. That, Mandalay's job <laughs> is solely to keep you alive. <laughs> Pretty much. But sadly, he has less sanity than you as well. Does he? Randall. Oh. Is there anything personal you would like to tell? I'll get back and call you immediately. Oh, you do have more than me. Did you ask him that in character? How? What is your son? It's quite good. I consider myself quite stable. Despite how trying I find you, Randall, you get a telephone call from Carl. Carl, talk to Randall. Randall, talk to Carl. Hello, I assume we've met by now. You have met. Yes, I think we coordinated on a few things beforehand. <laughs> Hello. The Brit just took me to a tailor to try and get his his um, Arctic expedition gear fitted. Have you have you that's heard? Not, of... That's not usual, <laughs> is it? <laughs> not entirely, no. Uh, uh, okay. Um... Thankfully, um, he, Mandalay there was able to help me convince him. But Jesus Christ, really? Look, I. I... <sighs> I don't know how much time you're planning to devote to trying to keep this guy alive when we're there, but... Um, I, I don't think, I think it's going to be up to me, to be honest. I, th- I, th- I think there's a reasonably strong chance that the first day we arrive in the um, in Antarctic waters, he's going to disappear in a hot air balloon and never be seen again. Sorry, what? Um, <laughs> you didn't know about the hot air balloon? No. <laughs> He's bringing a hot air balloon. Why? I, I, to forestall your, your why, I don't know. I've been told to look after it, so I threw it in a crate. 
wonderful. I'm just saying a tone of utter I'm life to it. Take. <laughs> <laughs> if, if this crate were unfortunately to suffer from fire, actually, you'd probably just buy another one. No, yeah, I just want I, it not to be patched up. I, d- I don't. I, I'm wondering if we should. You should <laughs> should talk him out of this whole thing. I know he seems dead set on it, and he's already paid money, but. He is going to die. I don't think I could talk him out of it if I tried. Come oh, on, you well, know I must have tried. Yeah, <laughs> if, I'm, I'm sure Mandley by now has tried to enormous degree lengths to um, forestall this utter catastrophe. Well, um... <laughs> I say in apparently extremely fluent English. Uh, I, uh, before we leave, I guess you should have someone draft his obituary for. Uh... I'll tell his lawyers to make arrangements. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's probably going to be something Already to do with done. hot air. But... Suspicious. Prior to his untimely death in Antarctica, this manservant has already pre-written his obituaries for all the newspapers in Lo- in London. And conveniently he, he already he already sent them to everyone. He's that's <laughs> they're in a safe box. <laughs> Questions will be asked. Someone has there. instructions. <laughs> Very common practice, especially with upper class twits. Mm. <laughs> there be questions about this Mandalay? Doom. No, no, it's, it's all the latest fashions. So. You, you won't. <laughs> Yes, you can father... barely pass what's going on around you. <laughs> your, 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 your father will go Mandalay. Good. Job. <laughs> Clarissa can inherit. <laughs> uh, Clarissa inherits it all. <laughs> Yay, someone got the multiple Well, um, Randall, is there anything you wish to take care of personally before September rolls out? I, oh, I, I, I go and cry in the corner. Is there any sort of open weeping you'd like to do? From your sores. Not at this <laughs> present moment. <laughs> oh, wait, wait until the frostbite I... kicks in. Hello. You would like to take care of the right off, it's fine. Um, have, I, have the planes all been delivered? The planes are not being delivered <coughs> until September the 3rd. They will be delivered to the Douglas Airfield in New Jersey, where you will have several days to go and look them all over before shipping them. Well, taking them apart and shipping them to the boat. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm. I don't really have anything in the way of family, so I put my sort of cargo shipping business on hold and uh, like wrap up its affairs for a while. Fair enough. And then I will be all ready to go to the to expedite. Do you let Janine go? I don't know what Janine is. Your secretary. Because he doesn't exist in this universe. Everyone has a secretary called Janine in my Call of Cthulhu games. She can, all right, she can answer phone calls for my um, for my non-existent and likely never restarting business. Why? You think you're going to die in the Antarctic? Call it a hunch. <laughs> Nonsense. I don't have 400 pages here in which to kill you with. With my sanity of 75. <laughs> However, you do have one overriding advantage. <laughs> a plane. <laughs> Man, if you think any of these planes are getting to, the Antar- <laughs> getting to the Antarctic in a working condition, oh no, there was a lightning strike and all of the bits fell overboard. <laughs> oh, what luck, at least we still have the hot air balloon. <laughs> 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 
God, why am I just seeing your 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 triumphant escape? From this? Like, I'm seriously considering having it left behind. <laughs> there's a reason that Ashley was quite insistent when drawing this character up that thank the hot air balloon. Thank goodness yes, because we you're managed mad. to save all the argon. <laughs> 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 Careful, don't breathe it, it's deadly. <laughs> and reeks, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someone fast. No, I just spilled the argon, sorry. Another reference that nobody will ever get. <laughs> Uh, Ashley doesn't understand what a noble gas is. Is basically the reference there. what they are, what what they're about, <coughs> what they smell of. I'm gonna fill this movie with argon now. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> and replace all the oxygen. That might work. Okay, that's a plan. That's good. That's good. That sound a bit pointless. <laughs> Then he's going to start a spark so that it glows blue. <laughs> it would look really pretty. I, I don't know how, how neon bulbs work. It would look pretty. Mm-hmm. Breathing blue. Anyway, mm. moving swiftly Sounds away like from my <laughs> severe lack of knowledge involving anything to science. Do with science. No anything, gases anything, and science. Any, any scientific advancement or... after 1904. <laughs> what is this horseless carriage? It's a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this is why you're always late to work. You marvel at the tube. (laughs) Good lord! (laughs) The only person left in the room who still marvels at it rather than uh, cursing it in the mornings. I can walk faster than the tube, I walk from Charing Cross every morning. (laughs) Do you race it? (laughs) (laughs) I'll show you! I normally win. It normally gets delayed. No, no, no. That, that was a tube several ones before it. They all look the same. I mean, what <laughs> else the other? Don't be silly. There's only one train. Like <laughs> I've seen how crowded they are during lunch hour. <laughs> Quantum entanglement train, effectively. Anyway. Everywhere. <laughs> September the 1st arrives. <coughs> it is the big day for the uh, Starkweather and more expedition. It is when... The rest of the expedition members are due to arrive at the hotel. Welcome, <laughs> faceless NPCs who will soon die. Despite myself, I'm so excited. I'm trying not to be, but I'm... Oh. Randall's all excited. His plane is arriving. Do we have a staff manifest of all the other people who will be coming with us? Why? Yes, you may. <laughs> He's Stop. actually prepared them with names. <laughs> He's not prepared them. They were in the book. <laughs> He stole them. Carl, you are in charge of uh, measuring and fitting everyone as they arrive. Uh, The plan for the day, you are informed, is that everyone will check into the hotel first thing. Then they will be sent down to the docks to the SS Gabrielle, which is our vessel. You will be based on board the Gabrielle. There's more space there to measure and fit everyone for the... That Antarctic works gear. absolutely the fine. I'll prioritise The standard you. gear has been delivered. It'll be your job to measure everyone and yeah. then ship the gear off for any adjustments that need to be made. I'll prioritise the other survival people if there are any, just so they can then help me and it all goes through okay. a lot smoother. Yeah, <laughs> your uh, colleagues in the Antarctic survival gear and training are Nils and Gunnar Sonsen. Oh, holy goody. Indeed. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they are twins, proper Swedish twins, with blonde hair and blue eyes, and probably about seven feet tall. <laughs> they can still afford blonding powder. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike you. 
actually slowly turning black. Sweden. <laughs> Real <laughs> Swedish people. <laughs> to be fair, I don't actually know any blonde Swedes. <coughs> or any Swedes. <coughs> oh, I know some Swedes. One's in a mental hospital. After they have spoken to you and been fitted for their clothing, they will see Dr. Nice girlfriend. Unrelated. Dr. Green, who will be the exhibition, uh, doctor and physician in charge of our health. Oh, wonderful. After that, there will be various expedition photos for the books and the newspapers. Victories. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do, do like one happy one and one sad one? What's a sad one for? <laughs> it's best you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just roll with it. And then after that, everyone will get to see the dentist. And then on... Limes. I will insist on limes everywhere. Then on the second, <laughs> the two dies on day forty-one of Lime poisoning. Oh, 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 we didn't didn't bring any food except limes. <laughs> oh, my teeth! These lime hats really necessary. On the bright side, no one's getting scurvy. <laughs> I don't have any teeth left. <laughs> Lots of lime juice for you breakfast. Do. Oh. <laughs> Pure oh, that idea is horrible. It's alright, I have some uh, uh, mixers for that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> what the hell? Well played. <laughs> what? For those of you listening to the audio, oh, okay. a YouTube video is being presented to the... Uh... This is an animated GIF, sir. Put Twitter away. Not not quite as bad as... A 19th century YouTube video is being presented to Yeah, it's a period-appropriate YouTube video. An animated GIF. What was the internet like in 1933? I'm sure... I'm sure... Shush. And then the day after on <laughs> the 2nd, uh, Mr. Starkweather would like everyone together at 8 o'clock in the Rose Room back at the hotel where he will have big kickoff meeting and they will parcel out tasks and jobs for the crew as we prepare to set sail. He's already the 2nd? Awesome. No, he's the 1st. Oh, that's just the plan. Yep. Now it goes to shit. Not this early, yeah. No plan survives contact with the players. role players. <laughs> the player character. Antarctic ice shelf. <laughs> Neither do many ships, surprisingly. <laughs> See, if it set this 100 years in the future, there'd be no Antarctic ice shelf. It'd make it much easier. Yes. Ah, yes. It's called the Ross ice shelf after Ross. <laughs> hey, I love that guy. Kieran, you have a thousand awesome points. Are they exchangeable for XP? <laughs> no. I did some research. I, I did some research. I didn't research. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> I know. I know. Dr. Green. Yeah, yeah, let's set them up. Dr. Barnard. Mandalay. Edward. All report to the principal's office. And Randall. Hello. You all have uh, appointments. It's okay. It's spelt. It's spelt Mandalay, but it's pronounced Mandalay. It's posh like that. <laughs> Mandalay. 
Is it got an I, a G, and a H in there for no reason? <laughs> in case some Yeah, but trouble. they're silent and invisible. <laughs> Alan, you arrive at the hotel around about midday. You are met by the desk clerk, Tim. He's very excited to meet you. He takes care of your luggage, makes sure that it's settled into your room. How excited. Hello! I'm Hello. Tim. You're one of the expedition members, aren't you? Yes. That's the only people we've had coming through here today. It's brilliant. Larson does. Um, he's got a funny accent, European guy. Oh, not one of those Germans, is he? No, he's not <laughs> German. He's one of those funny countries. Oh, we've moved the, on from just they're, they're the like fish and stuff like that. Anyway, he's oh. brilliant. He's really nice. <coughs> he's got some identical twin ninjas or something. I don't know. They arrived the other day. They're cool. News to me. Ninjas <laughs> widely known of. Judge. <laughs> 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 Anyway, I can't uh, imagine a Swedish ninja. Here you your door keys. If you need anything, just ask me. I'm here during the day, eight a.m. six every day of the week, except when I'm not. I have Sundays <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. You're okay. no help at all. I'm <laughs> not going to tip you. Go away. <laughs> anyway, um, stop being so. Oh, oh, slam. Has yeah. Tim taken my bags yet? Yeah. They sent one of the bellhops away with your bags. Good. Uh, oh, I've got a note here from the professor. Once you've checked in and settled, he wants you to go down to the Gabrielle. <laughs> it's on Pier 74B, um, next to the Royal Mail berth, apparently. Not sure what a Royal Mail berth is. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's an English thing. Messy and riddled with paper cuts. Anyway, once you get there... <laughs> with um, an IQ steadily decreasing. I assume you'll be told what to do next. Thank you very much. And I... Oh, and before you go, this chap coming up behind us is Mr. Tenant Wright. He's up on the fifth floor in one of the executive suites next to the captain. Just try to ignore him. (laughs) (laughs) And that's Mandalay. He says funny things like that. I didn't say that. (laughs) He's one of your expedition chaps. What is it you do again, Mr. Mr. Tenant Wright? (laughs) Ah, a bit of this, a bit of that, you know. Nice to meet you. Ah. You do, you Dr. Bernard. Describe yourself, Dr. Bernard. Because I totally forgot to make you do this earlier. A 36 year old British uh, uh, expat, uh, uh, assistant professor at Miskatonic University in the geology department. Uh, You look like all of that, do you? Exactly like that, yes. (laughs) No, he's just shouting these things. (laughs) British! They're having a butcher shop. I'm a geologist. <laughs> I'm an aristocrat. <laughs> I look, I look, I Thank look, you for funding my I research. I look as, as dashing and handsome as any man of appearance nine would look. So pretty average. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I may forget your name. Chiseled from turds. I've already forgotten yours. Again? So. 
<laughs> my appearance, uh, 14. Holy crap. You are at a god. <laughs> that is not bad. Who, who has the highest that's, appearance that's of the That's why yet. he wasn't drowned at birth. <laughs> oh, I forgot what I look like. <laughs> Five, seven, seven. seven. Ooh, Mandalay, yeah. nine. We are an ugly team. Eight. <laughs> Probably all going to Antarctica in all fairness. <laughs> Edward here is the most gorgeous and handsome man you've ever seen. With those beautiful baby blue eyes and Come those to curling eyes. golden locks. I'm sorry, Stephen Fry, I don't really think you have appearance, eight. <laughs> <laughs> we we ha- love you, Mr. Fry. We have to make him listen to this now, he can't understand. What's a Stark Weather and Moore's appearance? Darkweather is 14. Whoa! Oh, he's also handsome. I'm lost in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's obviously where me and Starkweather get so well. We're of equal looks. Nisa Moore is only an 11. Oh, yeah. Starkweather is the reason I left my wife. I'm coming on this I saw a photo of him and I was like, wow. Well, what is this feeling downstairs? <laughs> I, I will have to ask oh, him if I can paint him Starkweather when we uh, start sailing. Oh. Of course, he'll pose you in with Scar. Blowing in the wind, everything. <laughs> I'm all teeth and debonair. Uh, yes, you were talking to each other. Continue. Alan, <laughs> Edward, Mandalay. So, what are you going to be doing on this expedition? Well, can you want to enjoy the ride, time. really? <laughs> yes, yes. But, I mean, what's your speciality? Um, well, uh, not really that much. <laughs> I help fund uh, this expedition, so uh, why tag along? Right. Should be a bit of excitement, really, shouldn't yes, it? Yes. And um, yourself? I said I'm a geologist. Yes, oh, Antarctic. Ah, I wasn't sure if you uh, saying that in character or just challenging your appearance again. <laughs> I, I like to look at rocks. Ah, rocks. I'm an Antarctologist. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll find a few. The elevator goes ding, and Randall here steps out of it. I step out and look at the two British people having a toff off. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry, no. Do you I, have I, a lift? I think you, oh, you said that. <laughs> Gentlemen. Hello. Ah, yes, I remember you from back at the hotel a few weeks ago. Remarkable. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I might not have then, if it was months. Well, yes, it's lovely to see you again. Uh, I'm afraid I didn't get your name when we last met. Uh, Edward uh, Tennant Wright III. Oh, of course, uh, the funder. That's not a word. The funder? <laughs> the funder, yeah, why not? The funder. Oh, yes. I meant the person who's, who's, who's funding fund- it, not, not that that's your nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Edward Tenorat the third. The thunder. Yes. <laughs> I introduced uh, uh, my father's lineage all the way back to Thor himself. <laughs> you bring your hammer along. <laughs> no, no, uh, they said it might sink the ship. Okay, alright. <laughs> uh, what's the word for someone who funds something? Philanthropist? Backer. You're the financier. Oh, yes. you and you are? Uh, I am the expedition's chief pilot, only pilot, and, <laughs> and plane mechanic. Only one of those as well. There is at least one other pilot. Well, Not when I'm finished with him. Pilot. <laughs> I have, I have <coughs> 0.1% He hasn't arrived yet. So Douglas, I think I'm our backup. Down here by pilot? Yeah, every time. <laughs> down, down here in the blank Yes, so. it's my base. Okay. Anyway, continue. Man, I can drive a dog sleigh really well. I, I'm not going to say anything at this point. I say too. Yes, and uh, this is uh, my butler, Mandalay, who will be uh, also joining us. 
Are yes. you bringing, you're bringing a butler to the Antarctic? Delighted to meet you. <laughs> uh-huh, yes, yes, that yes. is happening. Why wouldn't Good you? Uh, you? I should have brought my nanny. <laughs> I've, I've never met a butler uh. before, I say, looking at you curiously. <laughs> is, is this... No, it's not our custom to shake hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Lovely to meet you too. I'm sure I'll be flying you as well. Good. <laughs> then. <laughs> so yes, uh, I really wish the bar was open. <laughs> Man, apparently it was in November. I yes. Used to, I used to run a bar in New York, you know. <coughs> oh, sorry, I was reminiscing. Really, I used to drink in bars in New York. <laughs> we have so much in common. Yeah, not anymore though, eh? Well. Uh, <laughs> I have to ask, why did you ever leave... Uh, England for America when you kind of get a drink around here well <laughs> have you seen stuff couldn't get a position at Oxford you see so, so oh, you picked the Miskatonic yes <laughs> well funny enough the so position just, just, just <laughs> happened to open up in 1930 um, right after uh, yeah, uh, Professor Blake died <laughs> oh are you um, a former pupil I was uh, I, uh, underling <laughs> read all of his work are you drunk Oh, my wife, you'd be too. If you'll excuse me, gentlemen, I have to go. I get back in the lift that I got out of for no reason. Toodaloo! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, in a taxi, you've come down to the. Oh, down! Okay, I thought we were going up. That makes a lot more sense. No, no, this is happening in the lobby of the hotel. Right, right, right. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I got turned around. Alright, I. I, and you may roll Top an idea. Men. Um, I roll. Oh, God, I don't. How do I roll? <laughs> you you put the roundish nice. thing in your hand and then you let it drop I don't to have the table. A, I don't have a it's 100. I gave you one. No, you didn't. Maybe I took it back. You must have done. Yeah, you used. Um, not nice ones. Those oh, ones. No, no, How no, did no. this become so Fine. difficult? I don't remember numbers. Ladies and gentlemen, Kieran is a. 21, 21. It's 21. Have an idea. I'm lucky. You're about to go to Pier 74, <coughs> where the SS Gabrielle is. Yep. And that's where everyone else is meant to be going. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could take these other ones with you. Oh, if you'd all like to come <laughs> with me, you won't have to wait for further vehicles. I mean, do you have your own transport? or? Um... Yes, my drive is outside. I have arranged for transportation, but <laughs> I was just going to stand here until receiving further instructions, so shall no, we? No, no, yes, let's do that, sir. Get to know each other, we'll be spending many uh, weeks to come. Weeks and weeks and weeks, we'll all have to be the best of friends. Indeed. At least until you become a food source. Well, there is always that. <laughs> Who's the largest of the party? I'm covering this up. Who's the designated emergency food source? Shackleton uh, died on the expedition 16. I went with him on. My goodness, you're huge. <laughs> yeah, it's you. That. In the right light. <laughs> no, but that just means I've he survived for the longest on his own. Uh, but you see, no, no, at size 16 and appearance 14, I'm not fat, I'm Rubenesque. Yeah, but what I mean is, is that we're all going to starve to death, whereas you'll be going for weeks. Oh well, so no, you, you'll have no, to eat because us, we cause kill we'll him. Die. No, we'll die first. No, because he'll, 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 we'll have the larger food source. Why are we debating this? It's always Gentlemen, we can work out who's going to eat <laughs> who when we get to Antarctica on the way. Have my trusty. 
I like to at least the class the advanced. And take it down to Pier 74. The Gabrielle is a very large uh, ocean-going ship. It has the icebreaker prow that you would hope to see on something that's going into Arctic conditions. It's not a river boat, then. That's, that's a good start. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reed boat had a collection seamer. of South American You all have artifacts. to present ID at uh. the gate to get past the security guards, though the warehouse alongside the dock is uh, quite busy regardless. There are lots of... Uh, I never say this word properly. Stevador, Stevadors. 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 Uh, They're like troubadours who are called Steve. <laughs> Don't yeah. mess with Stevadors. They've got hooks. Big hooks. For hooking things. Oh no, you're not allowed to see that page yet. Um, <laughs> it gives the game away somewhat. You'll die in a fire. Stop. I'm not looking at no coming out of his eye. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's lots of things no, being loaded we're not making that onto sort of the Gabrielle boxes and barrels, and there's even more things being delivered and just load, unloaded into the warehouse. But you are ushered on board, on board the Gabrielle, where you are led into a room where <laughs> Carl is waiting. Carl, you recognise uh, Randall and uh, Crazy Matt. Oh, Rick hey. Pants. Hello. Ah, hello again. Oh. How long has it been since I've seen you? A couple of weeks. Ooh, a couple of weeks. I'll give you a proper manly handshake then. Good to see you again. Indeed, I see you have brought along a new member. I say, trying to ignore him as quickly as possible. How do you? Oh know? yes, this <laughs> is uh, Doctor Bernard. That's right. Yes. Yeah, it's nice to meet you. you. He's a geologist. Ah, oh, wonderful. Someone who's useful. <laughs> I could have sworn you were a paleontologist. I am both. Ah, oh, very well. He's a geopaleontologist. <laughs> Excellent. I, I, that's, am, that's I, not I a have five percent more skill in geology than paleontology. So. Excellent. I do a bit of archaeology myself, so I'm sure we will have. No, a we, should, we should uh, have a chat. So, uh, what do you what do you yeah, like with the elder thing, Cipher? I study this at school. It's where I got my fifth limb. Well, it yes. was the Miskatonic University. Foundation yeah. of a good public school education. Uh, Latin, Greek, and elder thing cipher. <laughs> <laughs> we may have gone to the same school, you know. <laughs> ah, Eaton boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly for them, none of them have that. <laughs> no, we all have 0.1%. Yeah, they, they, they sort of gave the game away by writing elder thing cipher down on <laughs> the skills list. Yeah, yes. but they're the official character sheets, and you still haven't got us our patches. Yeah. Oh, mm. Find me a high quality picture and I'll get you stuck with them more patches. But you have to wear them on something. I thought you could only buy like some yes. ridiculous yes. amount of Yes, £200 worth. I'll have you equate to how many out here. of curiosity? Um, 100 and something. Anyway, <laughs> run around uh, London labelling people with them. You uh, measure everyone up. Uh, get them yes, up. I get my team to do it as well. I double check all of that. Do you need to know if we dressed the lip? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for referring. Because <laughs> <laughs> I brought you a diagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, no, that wasn't in character. You are measured up for clothing, and you then see the doctor who gives you all a physical examination. Oh. You then will have to ship across town to the dentist's office, because uh, Mr... 
It's more doesn't want there to be any sort of health problems that catch us by surprise. Other than yeah, we get low roll for age. Yeah, I know. Not in Antarctica. We don't have to hold anything for this. Botch! No. <laughs> I think he just caught AIDS from a monkey. <laughs> in Antarctica. That he was cuddling for warmth. What? Don't ask me. He was the one who was rolling for it. <laughs> I don't remember asking for this roll, so I'm going to ignore it. That's probably for the best. <laughs> I roll a nine. In fact, do on... that for most things. Yeah. Roll, roll a nine on my ignoring. <laughs> <laughs> The rest of the day after the dentist is your own. The only appointment you currently have is to be in the Rose Room at the hotel tomorrow morning at 8 for a big expedition-wide meeting. You do get to meet several other of the expedition members, however, as you are being measured and seeing the doctor and everything. Some of them you will recognise. Dr. Barnard, you recognise Willard Griffiths. He's a geologist. There is Charles Mayer, the archaeologist, and Pierce Albemal, the meteorologist. Pierce Albemal. <laughs> they have all is how he always introduces himself. <laughs> Mar Lee. Albemal. Al. Al. B. M A R L E. Albemal. He's the. Meteorologist. <laughs> it's all he can say now. They all have uh, a couple of assistants as well. Come on. Younger students. <laughs> students and such who have like signed on to come along and act as uh, research assistants. <laughs> Do I know Willard? Oh. Is, is, is Willard I was, I was thinking he's more like a bad a, guy uh, in Game of, of Magic or something. He's quite a name. Contemporary of mine. He, you've met him a couple of times before. Social, you know, am I, am I, am I, are we about the same? Is he a bit? He's slightly above you in the social <sighs> circles. He's published more than you. <laughs> <laughs> His name's... He's just better. Publish or die. He'll be the first one to be eaten. <laughs> and uh, Charles Mayer is <laughs> what? Uh, the archaeologist. archaeologist. He's from oh, Chicago. Geologist. Cool. Don't know how to spell that, so I'll just write lots of letters. It's right. <gasps> oh, yes. <laughs> Would it not be easy to just give him another copy of that? No, because I only have one copy Okay. I totally forgot. I say hello to everyone, to all the other scientists. We get there very happy to see you. It's oh, nice. We talk science. We talk science a bit. <laughs> Go on, do that. And the excitement uh, of the Antarctic. Uh, rocks and <laughs> weather. Fossils and <coughs> weather, weather, weather. I don't give a shit about weather. Go away, Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to the scientists. I'm sorry, what sort of grit are you? Bit of a sign off. I'll have you done. Pierce Alderman. He uses his weather gun on you. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> a weather machine would be amazing on an Antarctic expedition. <laughs> I've made it sunny! Yeah, it's really sunny, everything's so welty. <laughs> oh shit, where's the floor gone? Carl, you so mean... So it will drown the elder things. <laughs> yes, because that will obviously help. Who do I meet? They live underwater. <laughs> They're not going to drown. <laughs> that was this? the sarcasm. Um, you meet uh, Gregor Pulaski. He's the sled team chief. Oh, cool. 
for all those sketch dogs you're taking with you? Yes, lots and lots of those. He has a couple of other uh, dog wranglers, is their official title as part of the expedition. They're in charge of the dogs. Sounds uncomfortable. Driving the sledges. Wonderful. The other pilot turns up, Douglas Halperin. He's a young, enthusiastic chap. Douglas How old is he? He's maybe 22, 23. Halperin! Ah! Lovely to meet you. Mr. McQueen! Hello! It's nice to meet you at last. Yes, and you as well, as I just said. <laughs> uh, is this your first time out in the Arctic Circle, or have you been yes. before? I haven't nope. had a chance to make myself... Not been anywhere cold before. I've only been flying around the Americas. Bit of Caribbean cargo plane hopping, that's about it, really. Oh, it's basically the same, just with more snow. That sounds easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot easier than people Sledges think. instead of wheels? Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. It's all, um, oh, I'll be taking care of all of that. Just, uh, just take off as usual and then land where you can. It's fine. It's fine. Wide open plains of snow. Yeah, anything, anything that looks like that. So perfectly fine. Uh, consider that your briefing. I've got people to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Top of a cigarette. Sorry. The, um, no, don't say that last bit. Chief Engineer Lawrence Longfellow also arrives today. He will be. In charge of looking after your planes primarily, oh, good as well as all the other technical equipment. Longfellow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just invoked him by saying his name. Um, you must be Mr. McQueen. <laughs> Stop talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's nice to meet you at last. Lawrence, you may call me. Oh, and you may call me Randall. We can now, we can now check this. just how accurate Ashley's depictions of each character's voices as we go through. <laughs> and you as well. I hope you are familiar with the Boeing. I mean, of course. Don't worry, I'm supposed to be Swedish. So. <laughs> I have Do you remember Janine's wandering accent syndrome? He does it all Well, time. that's fantastic to hear. Janine was special. Great to meet you. I'd like you to meet Alan and Patrick. He introduces Gentlemen. you to the other engineers. They nod, say hello. Quite happy to meet you. Chief pilot and all. Not slightly creepy like him. <laughs> are they as creepy as he is? Hello, oh, yeah. we are Alan and Patrick. <laughs> 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 are, you, are you not fleshed out? Are you just names on a slip of paper? <laughs> we are Alan and Patrick. <laughs> Do you only have one skill, and that's vaguely <laughs> defined as aircrafting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'll promise to stop derailing things. I'm just giving you some names to write. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, right. My name's down. <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to write. Okay, can you just repeat Oh, we can just wait till you the just next me session the and, and I have, have a copy of down into my notes. Someone hit chow. Ah, no. It's okay, I've written them down. Oh. Alan, Alan and Patrick. Do you remember Lawrence? Uh, what, Lawrence Longfellow? Who could forget him? Can I Hello. see the list? Will this be He's the only one who got a surname. <laughs> <laughs> He's a slightly more important I can't person. remember what the other pilot's name, though. I can't, Douglas! I can't, I can't get Albemarle out of my head. <laughs> Douglas! How pillin! <laughs> Fine, let me go get Mr. Utnapishtim out, shall I? Oh, sure I like the ones that have been crossed out. They're the ones we're replacing. Like yeah. <laughs> they, they were the first choices for positions, but they weren't available, so they got us. Or well, they were too smart, either way. Yeah, they were like, you're going to look for elder things. No, it's okay. I, <laughs> I, I have I'll a be uh, washing my hair. to examine. 
I'll be washing my hair for several months. Sorry, can't come. Douglas is the creepy pilot. <laughs> Sat no, Douglas is the nice pilot. Nice pilot. Who's the creepy pilot? Lawrence. That's the engineer. Lawrence is an engineer. Me and Doug are the only pilots. It's good that there are other pilots because there are four planes. Um, so there are three Boeings. Three Boeing. And there's the North Rock. And the three. There are three Boeings. Just and and the North Rock <laughs> and a fourth smaller airplane built by Fokker. Um, Does that exist still? Or? Yes. Oh, cool. I mean, one what? What's that? There's your Northrop, there's the Northrop, North North which is the emergency plane, oh. and the one of the is Boeings is probably not backup. The the general plan is you only have two planes in the air at any one time, and the other planes will be like crashed. Yep. At base camp, so you'll only fly one plane from base to yep. camp. Okay, and, and the next one will do. And we have ones we can use if one goes wrong, and <laughs> yeah. things we can cannibalize yeah. for spares. Exactly. And a hot um, air balloon trailing behind. It's I, I, completely irrelevant, my, but my uh, Northrop is named the Amazon Queen. The Amazon Queen. Yeah, okay. In Antarctica. Yep. Excellent. I you thought... can't just rename you know, something as important to you as that just because you're going somewhere else. That was its actual name. I know. Yeah. Does it have the painting on? So yeah, it's got the painting on the side as well. I do apologise for this copyright infringement. It is fair use. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, on the second. What's Lao Che's plane called? Um, I don't think it has a name. It's got the Lao Lao Che <laughs> <laughs> logo on it. <laughs> nice try, Lao Che. <laughs> Next morning, you gather in the Rose Room in the Amherst Hotel. It's a very large room. Um, it's one of the conference rooms on the second floor. There's a massive buffet spread of breakfast against one wall. So the next day? Yeah, it is the next day. So people can just help themselves. And oh god, you're actually doing a full diary. What's the day of the week? Tuesday. Was it? I have Was no it? idea. Shall we check? Let's not fact check him on everything. The 1933 probably had a day, didn't it? That was... Let's 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 look it up. I'm talking. Right. It's important because didn't Hang the uh, person just say they're not there one day a week? We need to know if they're there or not. Yes. <laughs> Still apologise. Second September. Double check. What is it? 1930. We like the sort of character interaction aspect of it, but mostly we're in it for the fact check. <laughs> 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 uh, you should wait until the platypuses come up. If we, if we can't have a world that's accurate, then we, we just can't live in it. <laughs> Twitter. Was not minted in 1933. <laughs> How did they find out what all their friends were eating? Uh, somehow they must have survived without knowing this. Oh, no, maybe they all ate at the same time. Probably. Yeah. But what if they were in different places? Uh, it's maddening. The world was much smaller in 1933. Oh, obviously. There was a chart you could refer to as fine. <laughs> Today is Saturday, the 2nd of September. It is Saturday, the 2nd of September, 1933. And we're all going now. to die. The room explodes. Tomorrow is the day of rest. Jane stands up after everyone has had their fill of uh, 
alcohol. Orange juice. Orange juice and bagels from the breakfast buffet. Oh, yeah, alcohol. bagels. And Fantastic. Pickled herrings laid on especially for the Swedish people. Who oh, really man, like it. they love that stuff. Yeah, they do. I love that stuff. Yeah, not all of them, obviously. Oh, <laughs> I'm not a Swedish racist that, or anything. They have that <laughs> weird dish, which is the rotting herring. Pickled raw fish. Yeah. How do you not like pickled raw fish? It's more the smell, personally. The they morning stuff goes really wrong, mm. rotten, and then they mix it with stuff, and then they eat it. Oh, yeah, it's basically it's alcoholic fish. Yeah. Delicious. It's, anyway. like, it's called a delicacy, which we means eat. it's the part of we food that usually people we throw are away. Yeah. Satiated, like James turns up. Good morning, everyone. Welcome. I'm glad you'd all <laughs> make it, and that yes, they went ahead um, flawlessly. Uh, Carl here will see that all of those adjustments are made to your cold weather gear and it's mm-hmm. packed away we obviously won't be leaving it until we get to Antarctica it's good to get this thing these things out of the way right at the beginning the doctor has given you all a clean bill of health and Sip- I'm glad to say syphilis. we've only got a couple no, of people who need wife. to pop in for more dental work <laughs> now then we are planning to depart on the 14th of September so we've got just under two weeks to get everything packed locked up secured and on board the Gabriel We'll be travelling down to the Panama Camel. Camel. <laughs> Panama we'll be travelling on the Panama Camel. <laughs> <laughs> yep, we're just loading the whole ship onto some camels across Panama. I think we might do now, but apparently I'm Carl sorry, here has got some camels. Well done, Carl. Oh, the Panama Camel. <laughs> After the Panama Canal, we'll be sailing across the South Pacific to Melbourne. We'll reposition and refuel there, and then it's straight south to make landfall in the Ross Sea round about November the 1st, as long as the pack ice permits us through. And remember, we will be in the southern hemisphere, so it will be summer when we get there. Did they find Megatron in the southern or northern hemisphere? Oh. Man. Plan. Plan. Now, like our predecessor expedition, we will be using aeroplanes mostly for fast travel across the Antarctic ice. Uh, We've got two wonderful pilots on board. We have uh, Randall Pacridi here, one of our foremost experts in Arctic uh, aero navigation, and his second, Douglas. His second Douglas from Hamilton the first. We don't speak about Douglas one. <laughs> my apologies. Um, the planes will be arriving in the next few days. So, um, Randolph, you will have to travel out to New Jersey on the 3rd, I believe. So, tomorrow. Uh, see about their delivery, looking them over. Um, pick someone from the crew to go with you. Sure. You, Douglas, maybe Lawrence. Yep, yep. Anyone else you fancy taking along? If you need the help, you are in charge of the planes. Okay. Working on a Sunday. I see. Isn't it Tuesday? Saturday. Oh, God. They looked up the actual date. I was going to have it be a Tuesday, but no, no. But it wasn't a Tuesday. It was Saturday. (laughs) Oh, you OCD people. (laughs) I know, tell me about it. Anyway, where was I? Uh, once we arrive in Antarctica, we are planning Nazis. at least three permanent camps. One on the shore of the Ross Sea, which will be our main base camp, and aeroplane fuel dump. We are hoping to locate Lakes Camp uh, out near the high plateau, 
the Miskatonic Mountains. And then we will be hopefully flying straight across the Miskatonic Mountains and having our third primary base camp on the other side, on the plateau that Dyer and Danforth reported discovering. We will be leaving Antarctica shortly before the 1st of February. And we are planning to bring home the remains of those who lost their lives at Lakes Camp. So that will be one of our duties whilst we're in the south, as well as exploring the geological stratum that was discovered by Professor Lake. And can I, sorry, you have I a question, Randolph. I don't mean to interrupt. Can I ask an out of character question? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you may. What's up? Um, the thing you gave us about uh, what the world knows about the is that is that all common knowledge? Yeah, it's all in the news. So they, but they they knew that they were killed. Yeah. But they left they left the bodies behind. Well, their camp was ruined and they only had one plane left, so they buried the bodies in the other. Oh they oh they've buried them, so we're exhuming them yeah. to bring back for yeah. proper burial. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Because digging up dead bodies in Cthulhu is always a good thing to do. <laughs> Honourable thing to do. It's okay, we'll never find them if they just buried them in Antarctica. Then they will find <laughs> us. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a big place. <laughs> Don't worry, the bodies will find us. We'll, um, <laughs> we'll put a stick in the ground. Some, oh, there's no sticks. <laughs> <laughs> they have the coordinates of where Lake's camp was. More or less. Yeah, that's a bit that worries me. <laughs> we didn't find Lake's camp, but we found this massive stone temple. We're going to go inside and have a look. We landed on top of the ziggurat. Could press all the buttons. Oh yeah, of course they do. I was going to say the compass is working near the South Pole, but yeah, that's what it's for. Yeah, no. they, they, they start getting weird when you get at the South Pole. Yeah, get too close to the magnetic. Yeah, pole. I mean, if you're if you're pretty much on top of it, it'll spin. But like, they're yeah. still, still where the, where they've they've gone, they haven't gone that far inland, have they? No. So it'll still be like, oh, sorry, okay. They're still, you know, latitude and longitude, and they know where the sun is. It's there, permanently. Yeah, it's there all yeah, the freaking time. Yeah, freaking time. <laughs> now then. That's the broad plan for the expedition. I'm going to hand over to Professor Moore now. He's got a list of jobs to hand out to you all because everyone's got to pull their weight on this these next couple of weeks, getting everything ready. Oh, this should be good. <laughs> <laughs> now then, I'll hand over to James. Your job is to guard this pencil. Snap! <laughs> 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 guard the pencil. Mandalay's job is to complete this giant stack of things we need doing. Ah, I'll need to see that pencil before we go, so take care of it. That should keep him busy. Uh, what if I lose the pencil? Find another one. No, Here's a no, no, no. Pencil. Buy another one. I filled the boat with pencils. <laughs> what do you do with all the lines? Um. Where did the Antarctic survive? Uh, why is our ship... For- Oh, the, right, so the only things we're taking to Antarctica are lime pencils and a hot air balloon. <laughs> sounds like a winning expedition. And, and some cases of brandy. Though, yeah, obviously. <laughs> what do you have to do with the lime? It's, in the it's lime brandy. Uh, you want a coconut, so you can put the lime in the yeah. coconut. And drink it all up. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is a silly place. <laughs> Okay. I've made notes. My notes consist of stark weather waffles. Is that a deli? What? Yes. <laughs> now then, 
Um, as I said, we have quite a bit to do in the next few days. Um, James here is planning to return at the beginning of February, but I believe if we all pull our weight and work as a team, we can get in a lot of work in the short period of, period of time we will have on the Antarctic ice. Now, Sorry, in the, the next couple of days, we need to prepare. Though I should mention that we will be sharing the continent with three other expeditions this coming summer. What? There are the Bird Ellsworth and the Basnia Falcon expeditions. They are. Where are they out of? <laughs> the Basnia Falcon expedition is operating out Has of. This uh, do you remember? They're the ones that said no, sir. There are a German consortium operating out of Deception Point Island. Woo, Nazis, okay. Another Cthulhu staple. Bird Ellsworth. Basnia Faulkner. How are you spelling any of that? Basnia. B A R S S M E I E R hyphen hyphen F A L K E N. Of course. Yeah, F A L K E N. That's it. Basnia. Oh, Falcon, right. They are trying some novel designs involving zeppelins instead of planes for their long-distance transport. I laugh out loud when he says that. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> this is Blimps. You won't. Oh, unpowered transport. Ridiculous. The Bird Expedition and the Ellsworth Expedition are operating around the other side of the continent to us. They are approaching from the Weddell Sea and Cape Donnelly. They have plans to head to the North South Pole and to take uh, deans and readings on the South. We are coming into the Ross Sea and travelling inland to the Miskolic Mountain Range. Just the South and the South Pole. Everywhere. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> 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 the the South the South Pole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, any direction towards the shore is mm. north. Is north. Mm. Any direction away from the mm. shore. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. Look, 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 there's his handy map, and if we pretend I'm that sorry. way is north, they're coming in here, and here, and here, and we're down here. You need to give a. So we're uh, all coming in from the north. We're all heading south. Everything is north, and we're all that heading south. That up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay. give, give us, give us some longitude. And, um... Everything is north. <laughs> okay, I can remember that. Though, but Kira, basically, we're not. Expecting to bump into we've, any of them. We've reached no, We're not expecting to overlap at all. Yes, of course. Did you say three expeditions? Yes, there were three other expeditions. The bird. Elsewhere and the Germans. Oh, so I thought Bird Elsewhere was no, no, they're, they're, they're two different. Oh, versions. okay. Sorry, I was. And the Bosnia Falcons are clearly Nazis, according to Richard. I just think they're nice German gentlemen. Nah, Nazis. Bloody Germans. I hate these guys. I, I will recommend stocking up on more ammunition for those vicious penguins. Are we taking any guns? I'm taking. I am. <laughs> Lies, Only to pencils. shoot myself, <laughs> and it all goes horribly I'm wrong. I'm taking my uh, my penguin musket. <laughs> well, I have no a for my marksmanship. <laughs> it, it's just a musket made out of a penguin. 
It's Breach real classic. It's breach loaded, if you get what I mean. Now then, um, no. Randall here will be taking care of the planes. Uh, Carl, we yeah. have a slight problem. I'm going to need you to track down the ski shoes and fernline gloves. They still have not been delivered to the dock house, as far as I'm aware. I'll get right on that. It'll be a, your job to track down where they are. Here are the names of the suppliers and what we're expecting. See if you can track them down. I summon a secretary of some sort. In person, please. We have to make sure. Oh no, no, I'll go with them. But some a secretary with me will have far better. Whatever the relevant skill is. Doctor Barnard, I'm going to need you to take delivery of the glass glassware and scientific equipment. I don't want any of the stevedores down at the docks handling our boxes full of delicate glass <laughs> tubes. <laughs> they are currently not Ooh. in the warehouse. I'm going to need you to head down to the glassworks to try and track down where our order is and get them delivered. Mr. Tanner Wright. Uh, Please sit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I have a special task for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, good. I'll speak to you after everyone else has left. It's very important, but I believe, well, the captain believes you're the right man for the job. Mr. Mandel, I, can yes. help, I have a rather onerous list of things for you to take care of. I hope you don't mind, but I'm assured by your employer here that you are a capable man who will be able to help us fill in these last minute rush orders of things that kind of slip through the cracks and never got ordered. How kind he is to say so. I thought you'd think so. How can I resist but, uh, you know, say it was a wonderful servant you have been all these many years and the hard work and effort you put in. And will continue uh, to be. <laughs> well then. He hands you several manifest lists. Um, I need all of this stuff opening and checked. It's all in the warehouse down at Pier 74. Uh-huh. But I do not believe it is there. Mm. Several manifestos. We want it checked. And we need it ticked off ready. and made sure that someone has seen it yeah. arrive in the warehouse and has signed it off as going on board the ship. Well, that is your job. Okay. Mind you, those plastic ones they have lost. Any problems? Ever. Fix it. Certainly, I will get right onto that, okay. as you like to say. He takes uh, another parts. couple of minutes to hand out various other jobs to other expedition members, and then says he will see you all tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. We're going to have daily progress meetings here, so that we can all keep abreast of the state of the expedition before we leave. Harvest. Spanktastic. Now then. Uh, Edward, if you just step aside for me a moment. No, for what? Oh, yeah, he blackjacks him and puts him in a crate. <laughs> Edward Tannerite. Pickle. Do not open until Third, arrival please. in Antarctica. Now, your job is to play a game called Hide from Everybody for <laughs> <laughs> approximately two months. <laughs> It's very important. Now, we have engaged the services of J.B. Douglas to Captain Le Gabriel. He was the master of the Miskatonic Expeditions vessel Arkham. He will be oh, arriving uh, tomorrow. I'd like you to meet him at Grand Central Station and escort him to his hotel. He's requested to keep himself out of the press, so he's staying in a different hotel. Um, it will be your job to look after the commander. 
and make sure that he's entertained and kept well informed of our progress. But whatever you do, don't let him have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> he's staying at the Westbury Hotel on 440 Scammell Street. So well, can I leave this in your capable hands? The USS, I will uh, do my best. Well, I, I must say, however, Madeley is usually uh, one of the best for keeping I certain parties away. But uh, I, I will have every confidence you can be discreet. Of course. And look after the commander well on the other side of the city. What's his name? Of course. <laughs> What's this guy's name? Douglas. Commander Douglas. Speaking Douglas. of, I will be getting as much, much press time as possible. Douglas, can't be a Douglas. There can't be two Dugs. Now then, Edward, we have a press appearance with uh, Captain Starkweather, so if you care to join me, we're going to have to take some photos, take a press conference. Whilst everyone else is busy, we apparently get to stand in front of cameras. Oh, what a shame that is. Uh, yeah, dong. I have a bit much to do. dong. Oh, we've still got plenty of time. Let's see, who shall I deal with first? To the ice shelves! Shelf. It'll be a while before we get to the ice shelves. We're going on a boat on the way there. You know how I actually loves boats. Oh. Boats in Cthulhu, trains in Deadlands, it all ends. Yeah, so what's, what's going to try and sink our boat this time? The Kraken? You're sailing across the South no, Pacific. No, we're leaving his wife behind. The Chupacabra? No, no. <laughs> You're sailing across the South Pacific in a Call of Cthulhu campaign. Oh, oh. <laughs> Crap, forgot about that one. Huh? Do you think that's some sort of squid? Right, like... Oh, oh! <laughs> what's the what's the latitude for? Um, it was on like Google Maps six, for a while. Six north, <laughs> and then and then you just keep going till morning. Six six, 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 six north, north until insanity. <laughs> I think that's Netherland. Netherland. Third star to the left. Well, actually, I Jackson's hate to say version. Nether's land. Not sure. I think that might be something different than you're trying to. Never You're not sure land. what's worse, Neverland or Neverland. Yes. <laughs> I did not say Neverland. Yes, you, you did. did. <laughs> or, I think it's unanimous around the table. And yes, we have proof. <laughs> if you think that he said Neverland, then phone. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, give him actually his phone five. number. <laughs> Don't hit me with a spoon. You don't have any forks. Good. <laughs> Pass me that green pouch. No. No. <laughs> Put it down. Peter. Okay. How do you do that? I'm sorry. I won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Captain on deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> Mandalay? <laughs> Mandalay has What's not gone into you. Anyway, <laughs> we will start with Alan. Yes. You head down <laughs> yeah. to Pier 74. Okay. One of the dock workers uh, greets you at the warehouse as you come inside. Ah, oh, mm -hmm. um, how can I help, sir? Um... I'm looking for glassware and science equipment. <laughs> oh, um... I'm looking for science equipment. That's great. This way, sir. He leads you across the warehouse to where several large Space crates <laughs> are piled on top of each other. All in there, I'm told, sir. Any questions? I'm just over by the office. He nods and walks off. Uh, okay. It's not a clanger. Uh, 
a crowbar nearby. There is. I'm going to open one of the crates. Please grab the crates. Yes. You find some very large glass jars, about this wide, that tall. About okay. brain size, do you reckon? Uh, <laughs> they uh, are not uh, on the manifest Pluto. list at all. I don't have it. Okay. Uh, well, you I'll have a little list of what you should have. These will, things aren't on there. I will write at the bottom of this list the things that aren't supposed <laughs> to be there. And I'll look in another crate. They're more the same. They're all the same type of yep. glassware. Uh, no sign of the test tubes and petri dishes and right. slides and microscopes. So it's the entire shipment is these giant glass jars that we have no need of. Yeah. Okay. I suppose you they're could, the actual decanters for the brand a, really big test tubes. Do we have the invoice? You've got the manifest list that Professor Moore gave you. Yes. And the delivery note saying these things were delivered and the name yeah. of the company. Okay. I will try and find a telephone. There's What's been the a terrible mix-up. You find a telephone you can use in the Doc Master's office. I will call the company. There is no answer. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so much more ominous. It's a Saturday, isn't it? Where is the company? They are in downtown. They're in New York. They're in New York. And you notice that the person who placed this order, written on the delivery note, was James Stockweather. Hmm. But the the order says test tubes and petri dishes and the delivery note just says six crates of uh, glassware. But, the but manifest, our, our order manifest says manifest list says loads of different things. All chafing, sorts of chafing okay, dishes. Okay, I'm going to go and talk to Starkweather. I'm going to try and find him. Okay, uh, you get back to the hotel. Mm -hmm. Mr. Starkweather is in a press conference and can't be disturbed right now. I will wait. You wait. Eventually, he's going to be a queue of people when he gets uh, out of it. Going comes <coughs> out of the conference room when he was meeting with the reporters, giving <laughs> <a> glorious <laughs> ocarina <laughs> renditions. Well, I say that was uh, interesting. Uh, yes, yeah, well, some good first-page lines in there, Edward. Excellent. Uh, I think good we all about the Queen. I think. Oh, uh, so for Her Majesty, of course. Mr. Starkweather. Uh, great picture as well for page uh, one of us, too. Dr. Barnard. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I was tasked by um, Moore to, to inspect uh, some of the equipment for the expedition. And uh, <laughs> Good man, good man. Yes, Not going well, I um, take it. Fortunately, no. There's a bit of a discrepancy. Uh, we appear to have uh, several crates of unneeded Glass jars. Well, more put you in charge. Fix the problem. Let me know when you're done. Yeah, good man. Just, good man. just checking. <laughs> it says here you were the original person who placed the order. Oh, probably. I ordered lots of things. Very okay. busy organising a thing like this. If there's a problem, go moan at the people who delivered it. Right. Okay. I'm we'll sure they're then. probably just messing up on their end. Take care of it for me. I'll take care of it, sir. Are you enjoying your pigeon simulator? So you said there's a speakeasy nearby, did you? Oh yes. Come with me. Yeah, I'll take my can. Excellent. Uh, this lovely barmaid. I think you might mind. Excellent. I've got some good. Can I make a listen roll over here? You can make a listen roll over here as they start walking down the corridor. She's what they call an elder. Ninety. No. There's too much noise in this corridor. I want to go to a speakeasy. Carl. Yes. Sorry. My face! Leave me alone! 
I don't know why I was handed an ocarina, but... <laughs> you work with what you got. Yeah. <laughs> play, play for us. What's the name for somebody who plays an ocarina? Ocarinaist. Well, uh, <laughs> the voice of consensus <laughs> has spoken. Okay, um, that does sound pretty. You have, where where have these... they not arrived yet? They've just is not been that... delivered. You've been trying to get hold of them for a couple of weeks now, but where where is the as, company's as office that we're getting it from? The company's yes, office is a <laughs> small town about two hours drive north of New York. I did have an actual okay. Well, he's going up to um, New Jersey anyway, yeah. isn't he? I'll go with him because it's on the way. Okay. Um, I prefer something that just had like. Uh, Dramatic we'll musical things programmed in, so when people said stuff, you could just press it. Dun, 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 dun. True, but it's quite nice to actually play your iPhone. Oh, grab Douglas. That is your name, right? No. No, mm. that's the other one, is it? There, there's at that's, least two Douglases. Yeah, that, that's, oh, you're there Randall. Are, there, are, there are two other Dougs. I'm, I'm none of the Dougs. Do you prefer Randall or James? I assume I would have figured this out by now. Um, I, I prefer Randall. Or Wonderful. Talk to him then. <laughs> I hear you're do going I, up. Do some of that role playing that I hear so popular. <laughs> I hear you're going upstate for your own. Um, you're given a task and you're going up to New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to go and inspect the planes. I uh, was thinking of taking well, all the mechanics along if they fancy it, but definitely the uh, definitely Lawrence and uh, probably Doug. He'll want to have a look at the other planes. I've got to go visit the um, company who's dealing with our cold weather gear, and their offices are about two hours north. Mind if I tag along? Sure, why Pro- not? Could probably give you some insight on the planes as well. The more the merrier. Yeah, I mean, if uh, have you have any experience with operating planes in? No, uh, but I know how to keep machinery from not freezing up. Yeah, yeah, might. Uh, I don't know how green some of our mechanics are. I mean, uh, Lawrence seems like he knows his stuff. He, Hello. Elk fat. Uh, you just turned time. up. <laughs> 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 oh, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> speak of the devil. Um, if it's the actual devil, should we tell him before we go to... Uh... Uh, no, yes, I, was, I would definitely like you to come with me uh, to... Where are we going? New Jersey? Is it New Jersey? Uh, your pla- your airport in New Jersey. The Douglas Airfield in New Jersey. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I definitely... <laughs> Uh, okay, so we'll go to. The, I definitely want you to come along, uh, and the other two, um, Alan, Alan, and Alan and Patrick, if if they want to. I mean, I'm assuming they'll want to inspect. Of course, along with. we'll all be there for you. Shall we meet you in the lobby after the meeting tomorrow morning? Yeah, definitely, definitely. That'll be great. I'll let Doug know as well. I'd like him to be along. Um, any chance we could do this on Monday, as the offices won't be open on Sunday? Uh, you could come along and stay in a hotel. Oh, are you staying there long term? I I, I figured I figured yeah I figured we'd we'd overnight. I mean we're not going to be able to inspect four planes in a day and disassemble oh, them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I realise we have to we have to completely dismantle them. Yeah, I didn't realise you actually had to do that. Yeah, so, no, yeah. no. We, we're going to be there for a while. Oh, probably, that's fine then. Probably at least a week. Okay, no problem. Someone someone told Professor uh, Professor Moore, right? <laughs> we're just disappearing <laughs> with five <laughs> members of the I expedition. believe that would be your job. I'll Randall? tell him Randall. I'll let him know. I'll let him know. It's it's fine. That's fine. Does one of you give Professor Moore a note? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I tell the hotel staff to pass it on. <laughs> Back in a week. Bye. Well, they they know we're going. I mean, yeah, that's true. They probably just don't know how long you're going. To yeah, be. yeah. I reckon it's probably going to take about five days, 
between five and seven. Mandalay. Mandalay. The first thing at the top of your list is the food supplies for the Antarctic. It's a thing called pemmican. Yeah. It's, oh, pemmican. It's this horrible mash of condensed dry meat and fish and protein starches and horrible. Uh, it's just it's just meat and gruelly stuff all squished together. I, like I get a far away look in my eyes as I picture um, Mr. Tenen Wright, Tenen Tenen Wright finding out about this for the first time. <laughs> I know he's going to bring uh, all his own smoked eels. You could and... well uh, stock up on more delectable foodstuffs. There no, is no. a small manifest list of uh, frozen foods that are being packed for Mr. Starkweather and Professor Moore. No, that's fine. I'll just do it as so the uh, uh, jelly list things, dictates. Like, okay, you arrive uh, at the, the warehouse on the yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where the pemmican is. Eons ago, I think. No one knows. Only mid 18s. Ah. It was delivered. They definitely have the delivery note for it. Okay. But there's absolutely no sign of it in the warehouse. Okay, and what are we doing about this? Don't know, sir. That'd be your job, I assume. That's why you're asking. We're just loading things on the boat as we're told. Well, technically, I don't run the warehouse. Well, if you're checking the manifest, well. I, it's in here somewhere, sir. You're welcome to look. I've got a list of things to do that Mr. Starkweather has just come up with. Very well. Was any I, of them uh, put the right stuff on the boat? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no! I do a search for it then, I guess. Roll me your search. That isn't a thing. Spot hidden. Right. <laughs> Try and... Um... I got five. Five. You have a flash of inspiration mm. and walk on board the Gabrielle, stroll down to the locker it's supposed to be in, mm-hmm. in the cargo hold, and uh-huh. lo and behold, there it is. Ah. Uh, it's been put on the ship. And no one's recorded it. Ah, uh, this is going to be this sort of thing. Right, okay. Next on the list is uh, the fancy, smancy, swanky foodstuffs. For special occasions. Do you know where the fancy, smancy, swanky foodstuffs are by any chance? <laughs> a locker bee. <laughs> they should be in the galley up near the executive passenger suites. Let's check. You head up there. Mm-hmm. There are cans of corned beef. Well, that's quite fancy. Is there, Are they the kind with a key that you peel it? Do they all have the key? None of them have keys. Oh. <laughs> That's it would as be far as I've got. It would be bad <laughs> to um, go on an Antarctic expedition loaded with cans and no can openers. Alright, Mandalay, Butler Mancy, open these cans, please. Um, You're not fair. Let's. I um, want a radiator. It's <laughs> getting beef. really cold and just hit them in the shatter. Okay, I'll go back to the warehouse How and, we cold in yeah. the and say. I explain <laughs> the situation that the. Um, the wrong thing is there. Um, you check his books. No, plan out your love. Love? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, sir, butler. I'm new to this job, see, and I haven't picked an accent to use <laughs> when I'm dealing with chaps like ye. <laughs> butler, dude, sorry, they were. Yes, butler, dude, that'll do. 
As far as I'm concerned, they should be on board the ship. Well, there's something on board the ship, but it's not (coughs) what's listed here. Well, um, you'll have to have a look. Maybe order it again. Doesn't seem to be. Yep, my list says it was on the ship. We are somewhat short on time, but very well. Um, I have a look and see if anything of that description is in the warehouse still. Roll me your spot him. No. You have a good search around. You can't find anything. I go back to the man, the unhelpful man. Yeah, he <laughs> sat there staring at a list. Looks up. Oh, What's up, darling? Yeah, don't mean to impose on your valuable time, but um, uh, really feel only we do have the wrong items on the ship, and I'm not exactly trained in the intricacies of warehouse. Well, what's there instead? Corned beef. Nope, not on my list of things. You shouldn't have any corned beef. Ah, well, this is a conundrum, isn't it? How would you usually sort this thing out? Contact the people who were supposed to deliver fancy food and ask them where it is. Oh, well, you'll be doing that then, won't you? Have you got the list? Here's the list. (laughs) (laughs) He makes a phone call, puts it down. Nope, they say they delivered it. Um, okay, I'll call them. They're up. I, I've got a can of the stuff with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Chewing it again. Um, yes, hello, is this the... Uh, well, where, who this are we is Rosen's Food Hall. How can we help you, sir? Uh, yes, we uh, ordered a ship of list of fancy... Yep. No, she so goes through the list with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. She lists them all off. They're all delivered. They have a delivery note here on their end. Yes, we have no, corned beef. Listen, I tap the can on the phone. That, <laughs> Do you hear it? That's corned beef. Chicken, yeah. Good for you, sir. But <coughs> we didn't deliver you corned beef, sir. Okay. We delivered you a whole list of expensive foods. We can't seem to find said expensive foods. A brace of turkeys. They are were delivered in... Uh, Boxes stamped with our symbol, Rosens. I'll have another look. Okay. Thank you. You may well know it's not hidden. Better, but still not. You could probably you could probably try and talk that guy into getting yeah, I want to talk him. to help you. Right. Look, this is the look um, person who actually works here. Um, Hello. Perhaps you might be able to help me find these boxes, which the good people at whatever the thing you just said. It's not like I have been been able to do, you know, running a warehouse here. Well, this is part of running a warehouse. I mean, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but (laughs) nevertheless, do it like this. Um, He takes about 20 minutes, he finds the boxes. Uh, they are all empty. They're dumped outside in a. These boxes have been used and an empty kind of pile. Well, as I said, we put this stuff on the boat. If it's not where we put it, someone's moved it afterwards. <laughs> so it is on the boat. Okay, <laughs> back to the boat. I yeah, think we boat. might need mm. to reorganise this boat. Um. It's those cheap I'm going to look around the boat to see if I can figure out. <laughs> Very big boat. Yeah, I'm chink labour. Where are you starting? Um, the kitchen. 
near the galley where they're meant to be, somewhere else. Yeah, I'll, I'll start near where they're meant to be yes. and work outwards. <laughs> Roll me your spot. Uh, no, I got a failure against Die. rubbish rolls. Yeah, oh, uh, there are various exactly. sailors on board who ask you if they can help. Hey, yes, I'm looking for food. The um, you describe uh, what it is. Yeah. They help you out. They can't find it. No sign of it. Uh, and by this point, it's getting quite late. It seems like it's gone astray. That if they see it, they'll let you know. Open. But no, nope, they haven't seen it. Well, do tell me it is quite important. That's why I brought the um, for strategic penguin hunting. <laughs> I, in the meantime, will make a call to the original place that we ordered it from and um, inquire as to how much it would be to replace the ship. They give you the same price they gave you before. Which was? It was about $200. That's fine, we'll do that if we need to. Um, uh, could you have the order ready and uh, uh, available to deliver on short notice if we are unable to locate the shipment? Yes, we can get that ready for you to collect for Tuesday. Okay, we may not need it, but if it could just be left, uh, make sure that it's available if we do, then that would be, like, amazing. Where are we, Manley? And it's nearly 10 o'clock there, so we shall leave Mandalay and the mystery of the missing foods. Mandalay! Simulator 2000. And <laughs> Okay, yeah. next time. Dun, dun, dun. Where do we find the missing food? I'm so excited that I want to be in Antarctica. Will the glassware get delivered on time? Find out in the thrilling conclusion. I will. I wonder why we've got all those weird jars. For your brains. For penguins. Yeah. Are they brain sized? He said so when I asked. Penguin pickling jars. <laughs> Turn it off so we can be racist again. <laughs>